I fucking love that shit. Yeah, that is absolutely uh, your right? shit. That is that is literally my <laughs> shit. Ski mask or a burlap sack. Although I'm not big on the burlap sack, Jason. Really? Yeah, I don't like the one hole. Give me two holes. So I need to pencil us in for our next session because I'm going on vacation. Fish every day. Fish daddy. Fish. So Elliot, we were waiting for you to get here. Yeah. And so I work like a man, like I said before. <laughs> I work every goddamn day. I broke my back for you, my family. Uh, so we were waiting for your ass to get here. And uh, Eric was like, hey, let's let's do it. Let's go fishing. He's, he's been fucking trying to fish for like... Trying got, to hit that crick. Trying crick. to hit that crick. Because there's a crick right behind Elliot's house. So we're and taking... teaming. So... Well, catfish. <laughs> so Eric's like, all right, hop in. We're good. We're doing this. So I get into his car. What comes on but a fucking podcast about uh, the history of the Third Reich and I thought to myself, oh, my God, it all makes sense. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> hey, it's history. You people, history both. Nah, hey, I get it, though. You I learn do. or you're doomed to repeat it. Or you're learn just... from people's mistakes. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. This is a Hispanic male. He's a uh, know your enemy. He yeah, needs no, to keep his eye on uh, fascists. They yeah. don't like minorities. Yikes. No, I like World War, World World War. War too. I like World War. Yeah, More of a crazy. fan of the Franco-Prussian War. Ah, oh, okay. Fucking, yeah, classy. Classy guy. Classy. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, <clears> less than three hours before I got to go to bed. All right, cool. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Uh. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Cult of Horror. We are a monthly horror podcast that talks about news, reviews, and uh, basically all aspects of the horror genre that you could possibly imagine. Um, we've been kind of out of pocket for about a month. <laughs> it's called the holidays. Yeah, it's called fucking family okay life. if you don't have family what do you have i've been working on my fishing podcast uh last topic was uh favorite rigs for cat fishing uh, <laughs> what kind of really you got on that <laughs> what's that I podcast called ambassador 1000 that's that's my play 60 pound there uh, line what's going six, on six pound braid on that some bitch fuck give me a big daddy yeah what kind of grip you use? <laughs> Kung Fu. <laughs> so, uh, my name's Hunter. Catfish. Eric. I go by Catfish now. <laughs> like mud. I'm like, I'm like, uh, fucking, what is his name? Matthew McConaughey. I'm mud. Mud. The movie's lame. <laughs> my yeah. name is Mud. I'm Primus, or you yeah. two? Eric is perpetually stuck in the the nineties. <laughs> Movies are better. Music's better. Economy better. Better. Jinko jeans, awesome. Never forget. Never forget. You were excited to get some vans for Christmas back then. 
you were you unique playing vector man on your sega channel Jeez, just Christ. dated myself so i got quite a few things to go over but you got news news no 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 news we sound like a fucking radio station Bubba and the Bandit, come on, <laughs> keep me like say two ninety one, the squash, catfish in the mud, coming in hot. <laughs> what you got for news, boy? All right, uh, news, not really that much. Uh, I, tr- I remember the last. What was it? What was the last review? It? No. What the fuck? What did we do last time? Holy shit, what was did we it? do last time? Wasn't no, we did anthology. Oh, we did oh, anthology. Yeah. Yeah. But before that, It 2, I was trying to think of the trailer from It 2, and I couldn't figure it out. And I finally remembered it, because it was also on uh, Doctor Sleep. It was the movie Antlers. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. There's the a lot of shit going out about that. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm pretty conflicted on that trailer. It's It looks like it's a fucking Wendigo movie. I think so. The kid's dad turns Wendigo. into a Wendigo, and... A nosy teacher has to get involved on some kid's fucking home life. And probably hijinks going to ensue after that. Sounds like a perfect setup for hijinks. I fucking love me some Wendigo. You know... Don't call it a skinwalker. It ain't. Taint. It ain't. It ain't. <laughs> ain't uh, no skinwalker. You know, the plot to that movie literally looks like that one sketch from the new Creep Show, where... It has, like, the dad that becomes, like, the slime monster. Yeah, I thought the same fucking thing. Yeah. It was almost the same thing. Instead of beer, it's, like, yeah. dead animals and or probably like whatever. people. Like how, eventually want, people. I, the one thing I want to know about that movie is how the fuck do you turn into a Wendigo? Uh, by uh, cannibalism or getting possessed by the spirit of the Wendigo. So it's Ravage. It's probably good. It's going to be Ravage mixed with that new creep show slug thing. Tight. Nice, nice. It, that it could work out. I don't know. Yeah, a CGI Wendigo might kill it though. Well, like I just, I'm not I traditionally haven't been that big of a fan of Guillermo del Toro, so I'm, I'm just trying to figure out if I'm gonna end up liking it. Cause, but it looks pretty fucking brutal. I just don't like horror fairy tales that much. That's my I deal. don't know. It could, I could, it, it could go either way. I know. In the trailer, it looks, it looks fucking like crazy. Yeah, what do you what do you think, Eric? Have you seen it? Yeah, I guess it depends. I haven't seen the trailer. trailer. I've just been reading up on it. But I I'll enjoy a fantasy horror as long as I know that's what it is going into it. Yeah. Okay. Don't pretend it's like a fucking hardcore horror movie and then it's fairy bullshit. Yeah, that's my least favorite thing going into a movie is like I think it's gonna be like knock my socks off horror and then it's like nah. And mm. taint. Taint. It's it's taint. To the taint. <laughs> I'm all tell me what you is, and then you don't, and I'm like, it ain't. <laughs> all right. Second on my list was uh, Pumpkinhead, talking about like rebooting that TV series style. That would be awesome. But what does that mean? Does that mean you're gonna make a new Pumpkinhead, and then yeah, yeah? But how do you improve on Pumpkinhead? Don't get any better. Im- like the image of the demon, the demon monster in Pumpkinhead. How are you gonna improve on that? It was already the best. I'm yeah. sure they'll figure it out. CGI, I mean, bro. You can always improve with CGI. Gonna, I think it's. I think it's gonna ruin it. Oh yeah. But that was a joke. It, it didn't come out as a joke because that's really know. what they're gonna use as a solution. Because they made was it Pumpkinhead two, and it already like quality went down so much. Yeah, I know. And that was a feature film. Isn't that bullshit? So like, is it really? Is it need a boot? Is it need a boot? Or can you if you're gonna if you keep if you keep Pumpkinhead the same, then it's just the sequel. You don't need to boot. Yeah. That's but true. if you if they if it's a boot, you think they're gonna change it? 
So okay. So to boot or no boot? I'm gonna say tank. Tank. <laughs> <laughs> right, should uh, have like review. <laughs> It's like yeah, that. That's how <laughs> I'm reviewing everything. To, oh, that's, that? Is that is that taint or to to do to do to do to taint taint to do? It's not tattoo. It's to do, as in to do. Go watch it. To do, <laughs> and then taint as in it ain't all it cracked up to be. Taint good. Taint Ta- good. Taint good. To all do. Right. <laughs> all right. That's next, a new. Uh, that's a new one. Uh, the West Craven Estate is now taking pitches on uh, some shitty film called Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Now, to, to recap for the, the people at home, I do not like the series or franchise yes. of yes. Nightmare on Elm Street, but I am aware that they're trying to reboot it for a third time. Uh, Kevin Bacon has thrown his cat his his cat in the ring. Is he really like volunteering? I don't know. He said he's interested. Really? And uh, Robert uh, Stupid England said that he would be delighted if that happens. And uh, Young Bacon, tight. Uh, what's that? What's that kid's name? He played North. Johnny Depp. And then uh, he's in the the Frodo Lord of the Rings. Elijah Woods. He's uh, oh yeah. He he got himself some uh, Nightmare on Elm Street treatment yeah. that he wants to throw out there too so He's apparently on that. and uh, a lot of y'all may know this but uh, elijah wood and you know a couple i guess other people have this studio where they produce um a lot of the newer indie horror films yeah they did a lot They'd, they've done so fucking many that's why he was in that uh maniac remake well yeah and then like even after that like he was just producing and, and a lot of these films that like are actually good in the indie like film universe in the last like 10 years a lot of a lot of them have touched elijah wood you know yeah he's directly been out hard. there was or he's a, touched them one of the i can't remember which one but one of those like fucking like unfriended the dark webby movies oh, yeah? was, was from his studio really what one is it like os- oscilloscope or something like i that? don't remember there's yeah. too many they too too many of the unfriended types came out at the same time that i never watched yeah no yeah well yeah because they're all like not very good which one is it can't take it back I mean, that was better than the regular Unfriended. But he had... Oh, I never saw that one. He had a web horror that his studio did. And then I think... Oh, uh, they had a web series. And, and, you know, he did Mandy. Yeah. He did Mandy. Uh, that... Now, while, we, while we're talking about that, have y'all seen the trailer for uh, The Color Out of Space? No. no. But I've, 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 seen, I've seen people talking about it being trippy and amazing. So it's like so starring Nicholas Cage. Watch the trailer or Tank watch the trailer. Uh, I would say it, to do to do, do the watch the trailer, please. To do cool. just to see what the fuck I'm talking about, but it to me looks bad. Yeah, like real bad. Not good. Like Tank, good. Like Tank. It like, looks Tank. What are we talking on a scale of uh, raising Arizona to to uh, sorcerer, sorcerer's apprentice? Are we talking that Sorcerer's Apprentice? It's just a national treasure style. I mean, we're talking like bad, like we're just talking bad adaptation of uh, Lovecraft. So we're talking adaptation starring oh, Nicolas Cage. You know what? I think yeah, I've he's seen it now. And it's not like he's he is in Mandy because in Mandy, you know, he's actually like good there. Like the trailer looks awful. I'm trapped in the Nicolas Cage. I really am because despite all his rage, he's trapped. He's trapped inside of Nicolas Cage. I'm trapped Cage. in that Nicolas Cage. Every time I'm on Netflix and there's a new Nicolas Cage movie out, which is like every week, 
I give it a shot. I'm just like, it's Nicolas Cage. Yeah. You never, never know. You got to watch it. Never That's know. True. That's yeah, true. Yeah, you were all about mom and dad, too. Yeah. Remember mom and dad? Fucking love no. mom and dad. Still on Hulu, by the way. Y'all check out mom and dad if you want crazy, people going crazy movie. It was better than the Crazies remake. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was the exact same thing, but it was better. Right. Next on my uh, thing, uh, this is real quick since I was the only one that I think watched it and even liked it. Netflix has uh, announced Black Summer season two. Oh yeah, the zombie series that I enjoyed. I people I thought I was the one told you to watch that. No, nah, you were all like you hated it. I stand corrected. I did say that. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so, uh, but I like. <sighs> I had no interest in watching that, but I've heard a lot of good things about it now that it's like because when it came out, nobody fucking nobody nobody watched it. Like nobody watched it when it nobody came out. Nobody watched it. And I watched it, it when it came out. Well, that's because you're psycho. You're psychopath. I liked it. I liked it better than Walking Dead. Well, yeah, but people are saying like it's really good, and yeah. like now it's like I just had one gripe following. with it, and that now was the going back and forth. Yeah. I just don't like that. Like the actual fucking scenes where they're getting attacked by zombies, fucking phenomenal. I think what it was oh, is uh, made me hot. They probably took a card out of uh, Walking Dead, and it's like there's a lot of other shit. Walking Dead is like, hey, there's a lot of boring talking shit, and so like, well, what if we Quentin Tarantino and just like flip around a bunch? Boom, there you go. Short attention spans. <laughs> like it's Quentin like Tarantino, just zombies in a cafeteria all of a sudden for no reason. Somebody's shot. Now they're not shot. Now we're in a stadium. Yep, I enjoyed like, it. Fifthly on my list, we gotta have a car chase. There's a car chase in there. And this is uh, very special to me. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot in the works. Talking about it. Again? And by, you happy uh, about that? Fetty Alvarez. Oh, I'm down. That's right. That's from right. I'm a, fucking down. From uh, the director of uh, the Evil Dead remake that came out. Oh, hell but yeah. But it's supposed to be a reimagining, right? From yeah. what I've read, it's he's going to go different with it. Yeah, it, it could go. It's, uh, it's up for grabs. All the... The direct sequels and all that shit, and they've all been kind of crappy. Did you see that really terrible Argentine wannabe Texas Chainsaw Massacre that came out last Argentine? year? Argentine? Yeah. No. I saw uh, Escape from Cannibal, uh, Cannibal Farm, which is like a, a British ripoff. Yeah. That was... What's it called? Oh, When the Levee Breaks. When the Levee Breaks? Yeah. I have to check it out now because fucking anything leather faces my jam. <laughs> All right, on the Hunter's Jam, Halloween Kills. Uh, over the fucking I guess long ass break in November, Jamie Lee Curtis uh, showed some footage and some photos from the set of she Halloween knew. Kills. She was bloody on a gurney in a hospital, which makes me think maybe she dies in this one. Maybe. Since it's called Halloween Kills. Hope so. Might be a passing... Uh, I fucking hated her in the last movie. ...of the torch, you know, to her daughter or whoever the fuck. But, yeah, she might die in this one. And it also got the um, fucking Anthony Michael Hall as Tommy Doyle, Kaylee Richards as uh, Lindsay Wallace returning. <laughs> that off a lot of people. Yeah, I'm not psyched about it. And then they're, I think they're bringing back, like, Sheriff Brack. I don't know who the fuck. Yeah. Bringing a lot of people. Yeah, the back. sheriff. So that might be happening. Um, also, another trailer that was on uh, Doctor Sleep was Fantasy Island, which God. is, um, I guess, a movie based on the show Fantasy Island, but is a fucking horror movie and looks so awfully, awfully, stupidly, awfully bad. <laughs> taint gonna be good, I tell you what. Taint, taint on that. We will not yeah, be discussing that. that. All right, and then I'm done on I'm done on news. Are you done on that? Tight, 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 tight. Fuck it. So 
Hopefully, fucking Antlers is decent. Hopefully, they don't ruin Pumpkinhead, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Halloween. And Tank gonna go watch no fucking Fantasy Island right there. Tell you what. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. That was good. That's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. So Headlines. <laughs> Here's mine with the weather. <laughs> so uh, there's uh, there's one other trailer that came out, I guess, kind of recently. It's all recent. That you know, Nicholas for us. Sparks movie, right? Yeah, Nicholas Sparks. He gets me right in the heart, Nicholas dude. Sparks. Who's, who's Nicholas Sparks? He sparks Sparks my heart. Who's that? Bubba Sparks. Nicky Sparks. His Bubba Sparks. Back in the mud again. That's a, that's a good. That's a good song. I don't no, really enjoy uh, the rap yeah, music, but that's a good song. Uh, Miss anyway, Booty. If you know, you know. If you don't know, then get the fuck out. I'm asking you, who's a... Uh, the Notebook? Yeah, that's... Yeah. The Notebook. The yeah, yeah, see? I enjoy some Notebook. I you don't know about the Sparks, man. Ryan Gosling's. Ryan Gosling. Goddamn. Uh, so, so, anyway, so that there's a new trailer... For the new Grudge remake. No! So here's the deal. It is from the director of... Ah, fuck, what was it? It's not Alvarez again, is it? It's be sad if it was. He's going to get labeled as a one-trick pony like Marcus Nispel. It is from, uh, let's see, what's his name? Nicholas Pisi? Pisi? Pes- Pesci? Yes, Pesky. Oh, he's Pesky. Uh, and That's he right. Direct, he directed The Eyes of My Mother, which is one of my favorite movies of, like, the decade. Like, honestly. Who was like... To- I feel like I was talking to Marie about that. You were talking on this podcast. You were talking on this podcast like a month ago. Oh. Yeah, we discussed it. (laughs) I called you a motherfucker. Fucking Because my mom doesn't. I said my mom is blind and saying that she has eyes is an insult to my family. Yeah, we got into it. We got a whole thing. That's right. That's a really awkward Thanksgiving. Yeah, there's a hole in the wall because me and you like fucking tussled. And then I was like, he taint my friend, but Take we made up. Friend. We made up over Thanksgiving because yeah. we're thankful for each other's friendship. Yep. The good times and bad. Also, uh. Tank Terrace apart. So it's basically The Grudge, the remake. The trailer came out finally, and it's coming out pretty quick. Like, it's coming out like January, February, something like that. I hate it. And the trailer, it's pretty, pretty gruesome. It's, Not, the, it's the same. It's the same scares they have in all other movies. Well, so here's the deal. I don't need I, to see fucking hands coming out of people's hairs again. It, like, I agree with that. Like, but they're, they're doing it a little different. They're doing it like more forceful where it's not just like creepy. Like, this ain't your dad's grudge. This ain't your dad's grudge. This is like your, your older brother who's like really into sick shit. And he's, he's just like, he just beats people. He just beats people. He's just, he's just, he's just a beater. Beat, beating down. Yeah, but but basically the trailer looks pretty uh, pretty good. I do I think it's going to be a good movie? Probably not. But I really like what this director's done, so I'm hopeful. Like it's still like kind of an indie take on it. Um, they don't have like they didn't take away from all of like this is like a continuation by the way of like the other uh, original Grudge. It's like a reboot. Not really a, uh, a reimagining or anything. It like ties in apparently directly to the original American grudge. I don't know if it ties into the grudge uh, from Japan. Either way, I wish y'all would have seen it. Nope. Another Ooh. thing that I wanted to talk about is... Probably your feelings. I do. I <laughs> want to talk about my feelings. It's been a rough what a month. bitch. Fucking don't talk to me about shit. <laughs> you don't know what... You don't know what the fuck my work life is like right now. No, you don't know what the fuck my work life is right now. You never uh, worked Black Friday at fucking Best Buy, bitch. Oh, uh, he didn't. You don't know what it's like. Yeah. I'm, I'm fucking working Black Friday at my job. 
Oh, shit. It lasts a week long, and then there's cyber money. You ever work cyber money in e-com, son? Yes. <laughs> you ever wake up to it's 2,000 Best orders? Buy, dude. Yeah, it's pretty much Best Buy. Um, yeah, but he sold phones. Yeah, I did. And tablets. You know how many so, TVs I had to carry? Yeah, for me? <laughs> I'm like, hey, you want to grab one of those cheap TVs? Oh, actually, never mind. Grab the 50-inch. Good times. Good fucking times. Oh, my God. This is like a mini topic that I wanted to discuss, but there's an article that came out, and I'm sure y'all are familiar with the type of article it is, but let me just read this to you. Why is he talking Bloomberg? like that? Let me just, let me just, let me just, let me just read this to you. All right. This is coming from the website, The Lad Bible. The fuck is that? It is... Some kind a, of weird liberal shit. It's if kinda, it, it's if like it ain't a, on BuzzFeed, I ain't listening. It's like this uh, kind of website that does like kind of douchey, like dude bro articles about shit. The Washington right. Post? Yes, the Washington Post. (laughs) So here's the title. All right. The Hole in the Ground, now on Netflix, is dubbed one of the best horror films of 2019. Taint right. Taint right. I'm fucking tired of this. And and by the way, that's the actual title, uh, like on the article, but on Facebook, it was this movie is so scary that people are having to turn it off. So are you just going to say that? For every fucking horror movie now, fucking exactly because that's what we're that's what they're doing. Like they're they're fucking. This is what this is how it's going to be. Apparently, I don't remember which one started it off, but I remember Veronica being the most in your face. Yeah, with their advertising. Yeah, and it was like you got to be fucking kidding me. And it like literally made me upset because I had already seen Veronica. Yeah, like a year before it was on Netflix. And then they're advertising it, and I'm like, fuck, is, is there, like, a recut, and it's, like, way scarier, or... No. It's your, uh, it's your clickbait. Oh, it's absolutely clickbait. Clickbait bleeding over into your damn TV. No, it's, it's, which, it's, it's Scariest like Scariest movie? I gotta go watch, let me click on this thing. Oh, I gotta go watch Veronica. I gotta go watch fucking The Hole in the Ground. I mean, you know... Tis the Hole in the Ground a good movie to do? Yes. Is it, uh, is it the, the scariest is it the movie of 2019? No. To taint. To So it's, yeah, it's like, I really like the Hole in the Ground. I'm an advocate. I think you should uh, watch the Hole in the Ground. But is it the one of the best horror films of 2019? Uh, not, not, prop, no, no. It's, it's not that scary. It can be, but it's not that scary. It's not scary. Um, so w- with that. I think some we need, to, we need to put a stop to that. Some buzz, some the buzz theater journal. Stops here. He was just like, "Hey, I gotta have a, like an article," and then he like saw a movie. And he was like, "I gotta write this thing. <laughs> I got nothing. I got a deadline. I got nothing. I'll, I've been, I've done nothing but fucking binge drink all weekend and watch this movie with my aunt." It's like you're talking about my life. Hey, uh, you know that horror movie we just got that was on Amazon all last year? Yeah, well, uh, we got it now. Can you say it's scary or something? Here's ten bucks. Here's ten bucks. Lattes on me, son. Damn, give me that job. (laughs) (laughs) No. I have artistic integrity. He does have artistic integrity. I don't know. It's been a weird day. It's been a weird week. It's been a weird month. So yeah, so that something that's fucking lame that is just continuing, and it seems like I, I thought it was just going to be like a like a one off thing here, one off thing here, but now it's like happening like every time Netflix gets a movie that nobody's heard of. So it's like uh, I don't know. That's how you get it's fucking advertising, man. No, get, I know, I know. It's just this this shit gets your teeth wider. This shit gets <laughs> your dick harder. This 
Makes your hair look sexier. That's how it is, man. I know. It's Grass wrong. is always greener. It's round. It's because horror is, you know, it's like some people's punk rock, baby. You already know all this shit. You know what's up. But then you got some fucking Blink-182 horror movie coming in here trying to, like, get the kids <laughs> all riled up. Nuh-uh. You know, FX bullshit. <laughs> it's like, I ain't trying so, to. What are those bad? No effects. And... Don't, don't be trying to newfound glory in my horror movies, <laughs> but I'm over here like fucking, you know, like fucking dig deep into some like you oh, know, I'm gonna make good shit. For that. Don't newfound glory my horror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But um, don't some forty one my porn. <laughs> <laughs> then delete, don't let my singer of some forty one isn't he doing porn? Because I don't. Know. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, that was believable. Uh, we're off topic, yeah. No, yeah, we're off topic, but that does seem believable. He needs money for his uh, fucking looking stupid. <laughs> for his fucking looking <laughs> stupid. Um, so, uh, kind of while we're on the topic of that, real quick, Eric, I fucking I uh, I did this for you because you said, well, somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to talk about it. Yes. And I watched yes. this fucking dog <laughs> shit of a movie. Since you brought up the Sum 41 shit, it just reminded me of uh, Limp Biscuit, which reminded me of uh, Fred Durst, which reminded me of uh, the fucking dumpster film of The Fanatic. It. So Eric's like, well, we got to watch it. Like, it's got a lot of buzz. Somebody's got to watch it. Somebody's got to watch it. So I watched it. Like, I had a Friday night where I was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to get drunk and watch The Fanatic. And then I did. And even when I was drunk, it was it was just so fucking bad. And here's... So, so here's the deal. If you don't know, it shouldn't even matter. I, should, I, don't, I shouldn't even, like, go into this. But The Fanatic is a film by Fred Durst, you know, the front man of Limp Biscuit. And uh, he directed a film with John Travolta starring. Uh, John Travolta plays a mentally handicapped person. And, you know, later on in life, he's like in his 40s, 50s or something like that. They know how old John Travolta is. Got the weirdest fucking like almost like hipster mullet. He cuts his own hair. I know. But like he's got like this weird like hipster mullet. And he's got like the big like aviator like glasses. Like he looks like he's trying to be like a rapper. John Travolta and whoever styled that probably Fred Durst what the fuck dude come on so it looks so, like Joaquin Phoenix it's 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 yes well Fred Durst has been directing movies he did that one with Jesse Eisenberg like a decade ago I can't remember the name of that one it's like a thriller social well. network yeah I think yep he did the music too did the yep. music well so anyway the fanatic basically John Travolta plays this like crazed um I shouldn't say craze. The, you know, he's into horror movies, John Travolta. And he is obsessed with this one horror actor who he loves, who is actually, uh, oh God, what's that guy's name? He was in like every 90s movie. He was in Idle Hands. He was in uh, Final Destination. Oh, Devin Sawa. Devin Sawa. Devin Sawa is the person that he's obsessed with. Good for him. Yeah, I know. Good for Devin Sawa. Devin Sawa, by the way, looks great. Yeah. Thought he would look terrible. If, if you saw the SLC him. Punk 2. I did looked, see the SLC Punk oh, yeah, decent. That was yeah. not a good movie. Was, nope. That was, was not a good movie. Pretty sure it was shot in like a week. It had to have been. It was terrible. Whoever wrote that should be slapped in the face. The guy that did SLC Punk. No. Yeah? No. He wrote it and directed it. This That's is, wrong. He needed a sequel, but he only had like, he had a 
Kickstarter money and like a weekend to shoot it. Makes sense. That's bullshit. Back on topic. Back on topic. So, The Fanatic, I don't want to spend too much time on it. I really don't want to spend any time on it, but I fucking watched it, so now you're going to have to deal with that. Um, Obsessed with Devin Sawa. So, Devin Sawa, he's obsessed with Devin Sawa. Basically, he comes on pretty strong uh, when he meets him. There's a QA and a and all that shit, and then something happens to where situationally, like, John Travolta thinks that it is a good idea to come, like, follow this dude behind the building whenever he's not signing autographs and um, he's got some, you know, mental issues and he didn't understand the situation. Then you got Devin Sawa who thinks that he's just like a fucking creep. And so like that situation caused a huge like rift in the entire, it's the entire plot of the movie, just a miscommunication of a situation, but it's sad. The entire movie is just fucking sad. Like it's supposed to be a, what what it's supposed to be is a horror, not even a horror movie. It's it's like a comedy thriller, which as you can probably see from the trailer, it's a comedy fucking thriller. But the issue is it's not funny because it's really fucking kind of fucked up that like the whole movie is centered around like this mentally, you know, handicapped guy and he's just getting like shat on at every fucking turn. It's literally just like a very, very depressing like movie. Uh, but the way that it's filmed, the way that it's written is like a comedy. So it's like my life. I hope not. It's, it's really <laughs> like, it's really like tough to get through one. Yeah. That's my life. <laughs> it's really tough to even fucking finish the film. And I just felt like, like I was, I was sitting there drunk on a Friday night and I was like, I could be watching like anything else and like I'm watching this fucking movie. Um, don't watch the movie. Don't 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 support Fred Durst on Dang. this. Like you could tell like he's just like he's got that whole 90s humor from like back in the day. He's like making fun of mentally challenged people like utterly like he's just it's kind of fucked up, dude. Dang. It's pretty tame. So that's all I got to say about that. Um, now. I watched a lot of films that we never got to talk about um, on 31 Days of Horror when I guess when I was binging. I'm going to talk about there a couple of movies that are very big in different ways. First movie is one that was in theaters that you might have heard of called The Lighthouse. All right. Remember The Lighthouse, boys? Y'all, any of y'all watch The Lighthouse? They, uh, fucked that fish woman, right? No, that's a yeah. uh, dead skin. Cold skin. Cold skin. Oh. He's thinking of cold skin. Cold skin. Which, by the way, is that any good? Because there's comparisons. Nope. No? No. Taint. Taint? Taint. It's Taint. All right, but this is uh, The Lighthouse starring uh, Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. Yeah. So, uh, if you haven't heard about The Lighthouse, it's uh, for some fucking reason. Uh, It's a film directed by Robert Eggers, who brought you The Vitch. Which uh, is tight. Yeah, well, uh, you know... Which do, is tight. Which is do. tight. So to do the witch. So here's some things. Um, the Lighthouse. It is a film that is shot entirely in the four three aspect ratio. Terrible. Meaning that it is like old style, like uh, box VHS. TV style VHS shit. Now I will say this: it doesn't really take away from it at all because they kind of make the outlines of the fucking box. But I got a seventy five inch TV. With space that's not being used. I think the fact that it's shot in black and white is going to 
perturb more people than the I fucking ha- ratio. I 100% disagree with you there. Fucking, who hasn't watched a fucking black and white movie? Fucking a lot of kids haven't seen black and white movies. Shut up. No, fucking I'm serious. There's so What's many- wrong with the TV? Why does it look like that? Oh my God. Yep. There's people that cannot. I've heard people be like, I cannot watch it because it's black and white. Dude, I love black and white movies. Like, if if you shoot like an indie film in black and white, man, I'm usually like all on board for that. I knew a motherfucker who would only watch Nine Living Dead if it was the colorized version because they could not hang with the black and white version. That's fucking same fucking stupid. film. Same fucking film. Insane. Oh some people, God. yeah, some people are gonna be mad that it's black and white. Yeah, well, you know what? They're Thanks gonna be Obama. mad for a lot of reasons. Then, so it's the, high art. It's like an old film, you know, it's, it's supposed to feel like an old film. And that part of it, honestly, I really do like, I really do like that part of the film. So the deal is like, it, it's an, it's an effective movie because you have Willem Dafoe who is fucking amazing in this movie. Fucking incredible. And I also really liked Robert Pattinson. He did a really good job in this movie. They were the only two people in the entire fucking film and they kind of carried it. Like the dialogue, it was really good, you know, it kept you entertained. Uh, it kept you invested in the movie and like where it was going. You keep seeing all these good things about it with this tone of you didn't like it. No, I know. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So the deal is. What's the deal? Deal breaker. Movie, I just the deal is even though it has, you know, really great dialogue, really great acting. I, I know everybody's probably at this point unanimously said that, oh, this is a great film. Like it's it's like an art masterpiece. What I don't like about this film is that, like, the whole premise of the film to me is a little bit overdone. Like, the whole two people going crazy in a fucking, like, weird uh, environment, like a lighthouse, it's a naturally creepy fucking place. It's it's a little it's a little overdone, and it doesn't really go much of anywhere. You mean overdone in this movie or in... In general, in- and... Like, because the, the whole thing about the movie is, like... There's these just these two guys and, you know, you don't know anything about them. You you land right there when they meet in at the lighthouse and you don't know. I mean, they all have their own story. You know, the, the, here's my backstory. I'm a logger. I, I used to, you know, lumberjack shit. And, you know, I'm I used to be a sea captain, you know. Well, both of them are liars. You find that out. Spoiler alert, bro. No, that's pretty much in the fucking trailer. The whole like repeating Why'd you spill your beans? Why'd you spill your beans? That's like in the fucking trailer. And that's incredibly annoying, by the way. So it's one of those movies to me that just it it tried to make that classic, you know, uh, who's the bad guy kind of deal and, and turn it into something different or turn it into something like way more artsy than it needed to be. Um, and it made it to where like, at, even at the ending, cause I will say there's cool parts in this movie. I just wish, and I, cause I don't want to spoil too much, but I wish those really cool parts had more to do with the story. And that is really disappointing. Cause it's kind Sounds of like, upsetting. it's really upsetting and it made it to where at the end, which by the way, the end is pretty fucking tight, but it's not tight enough for, for you to wade through the entirety of the movie. The movie feels long as shit. I think you're going to like Cold Skin. There's so much. It's like that story, some of that story, with more shit going on. It's hyped up for the kids. Yeah. It's hyped up for the kids. Yeah, you watch the grandpa version. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and like that's the thing. I, I, usually don't, I usually don't mind movies like this. I like movies like this. But at the same time, it should have been, like, there should have been more 
weird shit that would have made it the payoff better. But since there wasn't, I ended up feeling like leaving the movie very conflicted, which I, I have had other people say the same thing. They felt very conflicted, but they liked it because it took them on an emotional ride. You know, you know, you kind of just uh, think the entire movie, you're, you're going back and forth between like, you know, is it Robert Pattinson or is it uh, well, Defoe, who's the good guy or who am I rooting for? Um, you know, I'm, I'm seeing everything from Robert Pattinson's perspective. Is that not like you're kind of doing that art film like analysis, like while you're watching it, you're like, hmm, yes. Mm, OK, oh, mm. the colors that that are used, the black and the whites and the grays. Yes, I, I see. I see exactly what they were trying to do there. Yes. Mm. Yeah. But that's it, it just goes nowhere to, to me. And I know a lot of other people are going to get a lot out of this, but like it's 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 too there's too little explained for there to be any real payoff. Like, it's like you invested all this time and you think that it's going to be like this type of movie. But then when it comes down to it, it just like releases all the tension to me. So it sounds like I'm going to like it. It's one of those movies where people are going to love it or they're going to hate it. And I'll tell you that I not a huge fan. Sounds like a perfect movie for me to watch. Sure. When I wake up Sunday mornings and drink my coffee. Absolutely. Maybe. (laughs) So anyway, it, like it is one of those movies where like you probably don't want to watch it. Like it's not going to scare you. I'll tell you that right fucking now. It's not going to scare I, you. I never thought it was a horror movie. It's kind of not. It's actually pretty much not a horror movie. Why are you talking yeah, about it right because now? Because everybody has been talking about it in the horror It sounds scope. like you're a victim of hype, my friend. No, it's <laughs> you not. You got hyped you got, up. You thought this was going to be. Clickbaited. I really didn't though. Like I didn't think it was going to be. You got tricked into thinking this is cold skin. You should just go watch Cold Skin because yeah, that's what you wanted to see. Skin. You wanted you to see Cold Skin. You should go watch Cold Skin tonight. Yeah, because that's what you wanted to see. After we finish fishing, you're gonna go watch Cold Skin. I just I didn't want to see a movie that like basically told us what the movie was gonna be from the very very beginning and then like didn't. <sighs> but the balls in that motherfucker to tell you what's going. Hey, this is what it is. Now sit and watch it for like. And I think that's why I think that's why people will like this movie. I think that, and then it gives it kind of gives you like a little like uh, like like punch in the in the dick at the end, like to where it's just like told you. I like dick punches. Yeah, I know, but like so it's, and like I don't. People who are into film, like cinema, are probably gonna like this movie. See, I, I, didn't, I didn't expect it to be a horror movie. I expected it to be... It's like, a drama. It's a thriller it's drama. It's like two guys kind of going crazy and then mostly probably going to be a film about absolutely nothing. I thought it's it was like, like no, going to yeah, be like, Brokeback yeah. Mountain. But that, but automatically, I don't want to see that movie. Do that, they that's have not sex? the movie I want to see. Do they have sex? Dude, why are you trying to put spoilers in this shit? Do they have gay sex? Listen. Nobody wants to know. Listen, listen. Because it seems like Brokeback Mountain in a lighthouse, which I'm fucking down for. If that were the movie, that'd be dope. Yeah. Oh. But it's not. It's I know. Not. You expected something. Like, it sounds exactly what I thought it was going to be. You expected cold skin. Well, so I guess really what it is, is like when you watch it, you think, you, when you watch the trailer, you're, you're thinking like, yeah, okay, it's, they're just going to be going crazy. But then they give you teases of the like, you know, maybe tentacles or like mermaids or some shit, you know, and they give you teases in the trailer. And I, I kind of, you know, I was I was kind of hopeful because like I don't want to watch a fucking movie that's just in black and white with two guys going crazy. Yeah, like, that's dude. Not, you, yeah, that's I, not my, I, we had this movie. discussion earlier. Like the tentacles, you like I think it's gonna be like a monster. It's like no, dude, that's like just them. I'm not. Hey, we're not. I'm not saying it's not a monster. Here's the thing: if I watch it again, maybe I'll have a different opinion of it because it's one of those that you, you know it's dense, man. Like it, it feels 
like it's two hours long. It feels like fucking four. There's a lot of non-cut scenes, like where you, it's just one continuous shot and shit like that. Sounds dope. That sounds great. The uh, more like you the talk shining. about it, the better. Hey man, go for like. I go think for, you just went it's in like the, the wrong shining idea. just unnecessary. Like here's the thing. Like regardless, if it ends up being that they're crazy and that's it, I fucking hate the movie. <laughs> if that's it, like I like if I watch it and get bits and pieces of like it not being that, then that's great. Like it, it just because it could go either way. All right, all right here. All right. To do or taint? Just sum it up, baby. To do or taint? To taint. To taint. Damn, we tainted it. To tainted. It's in the middle. I'd give it... I'd give... (laughs) To taint. I would give it a six out of ten. So it gave it a medium. I'd give it a medium. Because, like, it's it's a good film. It's just... Does it scratch a horror itch? Hell no. In fact, it pisses me off. You... You went in with the wrong eyes. You thought it was going to be a horror movie. You thought all this. I was hopeful. I was yeah. hopeful it was a horror and movie. And I told you it wasn't. You lied you to yourself is what happened. Yeah. Well, you know what? Even if I did lie to myself, I still wouldn't like the movie, even if I went into it, because I don't like those kinds of movies. Yeah, but you wouldn't have been so oh, cheated. Oh, and another thing. Yeah, well, I wouldn't be so cheated, but I'd still give the same score. Uh, the the thing about this movie, I this movie made me realize also why I, I'm not the biggest fan of The Witch. Like, I'm, I'm really not. And the reason is, this movie has that same, I'm going to call it a problem, other people are going to call it awesome, but I don't like that the dialogue is so fucking to the T of that time period, and that place, and that region, that you can't understand it almost. Fucking millennials, you see this shit. God damn. Like, I could, I could understand. I'm sorry that history happened, and people talk like that. No, dude, it's like, it's like fucking dense. Like, you have Where's to, like. Where's their cell phone? Fucker, do you want me to get one of these Edgar Allan Poe fucking Shakespeare books off and read it to you? That's how people said shit. No, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I if I watch it again, maybe maybe it'll be different. Like, maybe I'll like it a little more. But watching it the first time, I'm just like, what the fuck did that motherfucker say? Talking about, like, a like a like he's making a stew? What is this? Like, I don't fucking know. So, that's what everybody ate stew back then. That's all you had to eat. Stew. No, but, like... Hard I, bread. Anyway, I, I could talk about how much I'm pissed off about this movie for like an hour did it to yourself you'll like the lighthouse uh if you're a fan of the vich or uh, antichrist um which is that other willem dafoe movie and i don't know if you're into film and cinema then you'll probably like it too uh but yeah do you watch it don't watch it rambles the clown over here rambles the clown. <laughs> i'll take i'll take that dude i'll take the rambles um so another movie I want to talk about that I liked uh, better is a movie that's called Bliss. Um, now, this movie is, uh, I guess it came out earlier this year, maybe late last year in like the film circuit or something like that. Now, this movie is kind of like a surreal vampire movie. It's it's kind of like Twilight. It's kind of like Twilight. Uh, if Twilight were like, mean and like just fucking visual and and crazy like mandy honestly it kind of reminds me of mandy it's not i'm gonna reel it in real quick (laughs) so it's not like mandy because mandy's fucking nuts yeah now it doesn't have like elements of of mandy like visuals and stuff like that and like weird uh, sequences of of just shit yeah absolutely like natural born killers 
It's, ex- it's the same movie, actually. <laughs> what? So, so before I go into like everything I liked or didn't like about the fucking movie, let me kind of t- give you a little bit of background. So Bliss is a movie about a woman who lives in New York. She's a professional artist. and Sounds she- like a liberal already. <laughs> God damn. I'm out. So she uh, is a professional artist that has a contract with... Uh, you know, some art company. And uh, basically she hasn't come out with a masterpiece or any piece in a while. So they're kind of beating down her door and, and they're saying like, look, you need to put something out or we got to drop you. You know, we got to drop you from our label or our art shows or, or, and all that. And, you know, she is kind of rough around the edges, which like she's, she's kind of dope. Like, honestly, she is a doom metal fan. Like she, she's kind of like a metal, a metal head, but like alternative kind of like uh, Elliot kind of stuff that like is adjacent to what we listen to. So the good metal. So the good metal. Yeah. Good so metal. it's got like stoner metal, doom metal, like a sound. The whole soundtrack has, um, God, I, I wish I would have written it down, but it had a lot of good like doom metal tracks on the soundtrack uh, and throughout the movie. And I like, there were, there were points in the movie where I'm like, I, why do I fucking know this song? <laughs> so so uh, that part was really cool. So so if you're into that, like if you're into that culture, the director has to be somebody who's into that stuff. So that's kind of why I like it a little more. The tone of it is like for fans of that type of music, for that type of culture. Um, and, and sure enough, even in the middle of the movie, the main character is wearing a Holy Mountain shirt, a screen printing company that prints like all these like um, metal and hardcore and like uh, Holy Terror, you know, fucking bands. Yeah. Um, and they're dope. Check out Holy Mountain. They also do horror shirts now, too. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of why I like this movie just off the bat. The tonally, if you're into that stuff, you're going to like it. And even if you're not, you still really might. The movie is more about this artist trying to create a masterpiece. You know, she's trying the entire movie really to to like create her magnum opus. You know, she's, this is going to be the best work she's created, but she's got like a block. She can't create. So, you know, she, so it's like Red Dragon. It's kind of like Red Dragon. It's exact same movie. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is actually a hodgepodge of a bunch of movies. Yeah. Tight. Pretty tight. So. I like Modge Podge. Modge Podge. Yeah. 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 So it's like the Vampire's Kiss. It's like the Vampire's Kiss. <gasps> the Vampire's Apprentice. <gasps> It's like this movie, you put whatever you want in there, and then it gives it right back out to you. Oh, shit. That's badass. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) To do watch that some bitch. To do. (laughs) So basically, she's trying to make this masterpiece, or else she's going to get, like, fucking dropped from the label. And, you know, she's, like, having, like, a meltdown because, you know, her life is just, like, spiraling at this point. Like, she was already struggling to be creative. Like, if you're an artist, I mean, you kind of know what that's like when you just like feel kind of like stuck or blocked. I mean, Elliot, you know how that is. I'm going on uh, 20 years of that. Yeah. Where, where you just feel like stuck. So it's like this natural like artist and she's just trying to like do anything to just create to get like it. The worst part for her, it, it seems like you could like what I like about this movie too, is it's, it's, it's got emotions. Like you can feel like her frustration and her anger and her, like just all of her emotions that she's feeling. The, the actress did a really good job of portraying that. And so did the tone of the movie, which is kind of half the fun of the ride. You, you get like this explosion of like really dense emotions through all the scenes. So she, she's doing a lot of self-destructive things. Like she'll, you know, go buy some Coke and stuff like she's also a recovering addict. Um, so she's been clean for, you know, quite a while. And she goes right back to the drugs. Cause she's like, I got to create, like I, I haven't 
created anything good since I've been sober. You would think that's where all the shit starts going crazy, but it's a little bit after that where shit starts going nuts. Like I said, it's a vampire movie, but it is a throwback to when vampires are actually brutal. So, so, like, so it's not like a light, like, you know, oh, like 30 you know, days a night. Uh, it it kind of the brutality is kind of like that. You get that kind of brutality as well as blips of like Mandy-esque visuals and stuff like that. And then you get really weird like filters where you're seeing all these colors that are like kind of like enhancing, you know, everything around her to kind of show like what she's feeling as the movie goes on. And it's just a really interesting take on vampires that I haven't seen in a while set to like doom metal, you know, and like that kind of culture. So that's like the opening of Blade. It's like it's like the opening to Blade. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I This movie's kind of refreshing. Is it a slam fucking dunk of a movie like that's going to like change your life? Probably not. But is it a good movie to watch when, you know, it's on Amazon and it's 99 cents, which it is right now? Uh, yeah, I would highly recommend for a buck. Check this thing out. To do. To do. I, I, I liked it a lot. I have heard fucking nothing about it. Like nobody's watched this fucking movie, which I'm surprised at because it's actually one of the better movies that I've seen this year. So I give it a to do. If you're a fan of, you know, a metal overall, uh, I don't know if, what the fuck doom metal is. Oh, it's kind of, it's like Sabbath. It's like black, black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Yeah. Like, but, but it's like, there's a whole like genre of it kind of evolved and in, into its own st- type of sound. Sludge Boring. metal kind Boring. of came from that too. Um, it's a whole thing. But you'll like this movie if you're a fan of metal, art films that are like dealing with the more gritty side of, of emotion, you know, surreal films um, like Mandy and shit like that. You, you, you probably want to give this movie a shot. Like I said, it's on Prime right now for rent at uh, 99 cents. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. So it's like Serpico. It's exactly like Serpico. Fucking a dog day afternoon. <laughs> oh, and yeah, I'm giving this movie a seven out of 10 because it was pretty dope. Next. Yeah, man, uh, that's cool and everything, but uh, uh, have you Um, watched Eli? (laughs) Yeah, man, that's cool, but have you seen Eli? Um, So, yes, I have. Um, But but don't worry, I'll let you go in on it. All right, perfect. So Eli is one of those movies that has gotten the Netflix advertisement clickbait treatment of scariest movie of the fucking year. And, oh, I like this one. Because did you see the ads where it's like, where they were saying people uh, have been seeing demons out of the corner of their eyes or in the dark ever since they watched Eli? No. You didn't see those advertisements? Oh, my God. Fantastic. That made me watch the movie. (laughs) Dude, I'm chomping at the bit to talk shit on this movie. (laughs) (laughs) This movie is hot. hot This movie is for people who are into like Rosemary's Baby, The Omen, and all those. (laughs) But you're not a fan of good (laughs) movies. Honestly, it kind of is. Yeah. 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 So this one is, you know, it's about a child who uh, has like an autoimmune. Disease. disease deficiency like an autoimmune disease and uh so he's basically the boy in the plastic bubble yeah uh because everything out you know in the world will kill him his parents use their last dime to take him to this you know weird it's like a mansion or something where this doctor lives and has created this place that's like completely germ free where yeah. she has this new radical treatment that's gonna cure him 
And then hijinks ensue. Oh, yeah. Hijinks in fucking Sue. So a bunch of little clues start coming out, and he started the treatment, and they, like, inject him. Do they talk about uh, tannis root? Like, they tell him they give him tannis root and holy water, like an obvious nod to Rosemary's baby, and his mom's name's Rose. So, you know, that was kind of the trick there. That's Go basically on, it. Yeah. Well, he's, well he's, in the, he's in the clean house, and then he, he thinks, like, it's haunted. He starts seeing, gonna, like, like uh, kind of all the, he's, what he thinks are ghosts of uh, past patients. He thinks it's other children that didn't survive the treatment that he's going through. Because in his mind, he's sick, and he's, you know, in the process of being cured. But it's such an insane process that it might kill him. And he knows something, you know, to him, sinister is going on. There's more than meets the eye here. And he starts seeing this one, you know, girl that, you know, she's kind of egging him on through the whole movie and like telling him things. And, you know, he's like, she's making him more suspicious of what's going on. So there's a crazy spin at the end. Craziest spin. Yeah. That, that, that like I've seen. I mean, you kind of see it a mile away, but I'm not well, going to get too much into it like ellie did but, you see uh, that coming yeah 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 like I, I i saw it at the very beginning i was like oh yeah i know what's exactly what's gonna happen but then like, like they diverted so far away from it dragged in this direction in this direction and then when you get there you're just like what the fuck weirdest fucking twist so here's what i'm gonna i'm gonna go into the parts that i liked yeah, about the movie before elliot shits on it there we go um the number one thing i really liked about this movie was that everything was through the perspective of the boy. Yeah. It wasn't like Rosemary's Baby, The Omen, all those other movies where it was, you know, you're in the, through the eyes of an adult or on the outside looking in and you don't see what the kid is actually going through. So that's the part I really like. His acting was really well. The other adults' acting was, you know, done really well. The parents were fucking shit. That's what I... Yes, <laughs> thank you. It's like they were in two completely different movies. Like, they acted one way in the beginning, and, and it was like they were completely different characters by the end, and I hated that. And the ending, you know, you could see them all away. But I liked all the nods to the other movies. I liked the, you know, the nods to Rosemary's Baby, my favorite movie of all time. It's better than anything you've ever seen. That's all I have to say about that until I have to defend myself or join in. Oh, we're going to come back around slinging. for that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, Elliot. Unleash the floodgates, boy. <laughs> this movie's fucking stupid, dude. <laughs> all right. So, like, nobody could act their way out God. of a wet paper bag. The fucking kid did phenomenally. And then, yeah, the kid, the kid, honestly, the kid did pretty good. And then, like, the girl from uh, Stranger Things did pretty good, Every too. fucking until, scene like, in this movie yeah. was CG for no reason. Thank you. It's fucking cloudy, CG. We're walking in the house... Here's CG dust in the Which, air for no by the reason. Way, very surprised by because I thought like, hey, this is a fucking Netflix movie. Like, we're the CG get some, was like, bad. It wasn't even good. It was no, all it was fucking super super bad CG. And this could have been in theaters all over so the bad. whole fucking movie. Well, when I when I found out who was gonna make it, it was the guy uh, who made. I don't know if you ever watched Citadel. No, that was a really good movie. But it was borderline not good. But it, I really enjoyed it. It's like this guy, his wife is like brutally killed. I, 
I don't remember if she was pregnant or they just had the baby, but she's killed by a bunch of these weird-ass little kids in this uh, building. And I think it takes place in, like, Ireland. After that, he becomes agoraphobic. Mm. And he's getting help with his agoraphobia. Obviously, his wife is dead, but those little fucking kids are everywhere, and there's something sinister going on with the kids. So that movie was pretty good. I recommend that movie if you want to watch a decent movie. Citadel, I think it's I think it's on Shutter. If not, it's on something. And uh, why would I want to watch a decent movie? <laughs> it's an enjoyable movie. What is it's he? A, it's so, a so so middle of the road movie. <laughs> it's above decent. Okay, it's above <laughs> decent. It's worth your time. Thank you. Another movie that he made that is a taint is Sinister Two. Oh, okay. <laughs> so knowing his background, I was like, "Fuck, this is a fucking roll of the dice." <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. The hell it was, man. He just Shit. sealed his career now as being a shitty movie maker. So he didn't do Sinister One? That oh, was done wow. by uh, real people. Wow, real people. Okay. Sinister One? Not the robots? first Sinister was Robot fucking awesome. That it was almost good. Except the ending, but... Yeah. <clears throat> almost good. Yeah, fucking stupid Sinister character. They're all fucking stupid. Yeah. I swear somebody just pushed my chair. <laughs> fucking Ouija board, dude. It's freaked a, out we, right now. Yeah, there's a Ouija board like right in front it's of you. It's a Ouija board from the 60s. Whoa, that means it's real. That's how you know. That's how you fucking know. I had to research the box because yeah, because no before date on it. before oh, that, shit. you know, the Ouija board wasn't real. Yeah, oh. you know the Ouija board named itself. What? The that's why it's called the Ouija board because they put the the planchette on there and then it spelled it out and that's why it's called Ouija. It named uh, itself. It's the only game that named itself. It also got a patent by. Uh, they had to you had to take it to the patent office and prove that it worked to get a patent. Guess what? Fucking worked. Got a patent. What the fuck? Ouija boards. <laughs> anyway, Eli was fucking stupid. <laughs> I would throw a Ouija board in that shit. The ghosts were fucking boring and fucking hacky. It's fucking fucking the cliche everything. Were, the ghosts. Oh, were so, so fucking cliche. It was like let's take every fucking trope in any fucking movie and throw it because something's got to fucking stick. It was bad. It, well, was, it reminded me of, uh, what's that fucking, uh, god damn, what's that movie? Uh, it reminded me of a lot of movies, Elliot. That, uh, fuck. Can't it, remember. It's like every 90s that, ghost movie. It's like Red something. Red Dragon, yeah. Like the Gimel de Toro, the Red, like the Red Ghosts, and the Red Castle. The castle and the girl. It's in the oh, thing. Crimson oh, the Peak. Yeah. Crimson Peak. Yeah, Crimson yeah. Peak. There you go. It fucking remind me. It did of, actually remind of me of like Crimson Peak, yeah. a fucking stupid little kid version of Crimson Peak. <laughs> it's almost what it was, too. Yeah, it almost Dude, what it was. Dude, just put that together. Go watch Crimson Peak. That's still not good. It's still not good. Don't, don't, don't fucking watch Crimson if Peak. If you no. want to watch a shitty movie about like maybe this house is haunted, go watch Crimson Peak. Yeah. Well, I had so much like hope for crimson peak that was back like back in the time where i was like you know what i can get into horror movies this trailer looks good i gotta get back into them no and i was like uh, i was like no. fuck it no <laughs> but did anybody else feel like this was the omen rosemary's baby meets the others yes the others was the movie that it made me think of but yeah. like bad but not in a good way yeah like because i like the others i don't care yeah. what he says fuck it move on movie's stupid fucking hate <laughs> What did you think, Hunter? No, I'm about the movie. I'm Eric. <laughs> so I thought everything that y'all are saying is fucking 100 percent right. Like yeah. I, I'm glad we're all on the same page on this one because it's it's a it's a piece. The ghosts were cheesy. The fucking plot was just like 
Honestly, the plot could have been dope. When I first heard about this movie and read about it, I thought it was just going to be about this creepy kid in a bubble that's like allergic to all this shit. And I thought it was going to be something like pretty crazy and sinister, which I guess it is. But I didn't know it was going to be a fucking ghost story. If I would have known, I would have stayed like far a, away. On paper, this sounds so fucking badass. Yeah. You know, you know, it's like the good people are the bad people. You've got these, you know, Christian cult, basically, that are trying to save him. And they're the bad guys. It's like everything is in reverse in this movie. Mm -hmm. And it's like that should be a fucking badass movie. But it taint. Taint. It, it taint. So are you saying taint on this? Taint. Oh, it's a taint. Taint. This movie's a taint. taint. Like, a taint. I went through the entire movie. I'm just, okay, whatever. Yeah, that's cool. And then it gets to the ending. And, and then I'm like, holy shit. What the fuck is happening? Why is this an explosion of just like... It was horrible is what it was. It was horrible That's what it is. It horrible That's what it is. It's Which like it blew its... It, it sounds like it'd be better than it is. <laughs> it like blew a horror load at the fucking five minutes till the end mark. Yeah. Like that's just... Like not even that. Like two minutes before the end. You can't do that. They could have left that whole that. fucking last scene out. I know. They could that have was the whole so movie stupid. Out. They could have just not spent money I, on shooting this movie. What about the tail end? Like the very, very last scene? I'm like, no, no. You, you, if you would have stopped a minute later, maybe it would have changed it a little bit more, like to where I, I liked it. But like once you turn it into some like, I don't, I, just, just don't watch this movie. Don't watch this movie. Fuck. It was so bad. I thought it was a Bloomhouse production. That's how bad it was. Oh my God. Here's a to-do for you. Oh, to-do for me? I got a to-do for you. Little Monsters. Oh, shit. Y'all heard monsters. of that movie? Yeah. We all Little saw monsters. it. You all saw it? All yeah, currently on Hulu. Fuck, that movie is awesome. I watched it with uh, <laughs> the girlfriend, and she loved it. Yeah. That, yeah. I'm, I'm going to lay it down for you. Lay it down, baby. Do y'all like the School of Rock, Jack Black? Okay, well, I, you know I do. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Because it's common knowledge. All right. So we like School of Rock. We'll make it better. Fucking zombies. Let's throw zombies in that bitch. You got little monsters. Yep. That's pretty, pretty good. So this takes place in Australia, Austria, or New Zealand. One of those third world countries. So it's this guy. He's just like Jack Black's character. Plays the fucking guitar. He's goofy. Uh, he just goes through a breakup because he's not ready to be an adult, basically. He's a loser. He's a loser. He gets kicked out and has to go live with his sister who has a five, six-year-old son. And, you know, he's a fucking goofball and he has to take the nephew to school one day and he likes the his teacher's hot and she plays the guitar and sings for the kids and, you know, fucking Mary Poppins. No shit, yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, she's played by... Uh, Lupita, I cannot pronounce her last name because I fucking... I think it's, I think it's Nyong'o. Nyong'o. Okay, that's, uh, that sounds like it. But, I'm sure that's what uh, it know, is. And I'm, I know that's for exactly a fact we're both is. just destroying this. Uh, no, I'm sure that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, we're canceled now. So. Lupita Nyong'o. They get, he gets... Uh, he's, you know, trying to bone. He wants to look at <laughs> Yeah. He, he wants. I mean, that's wants, pretty accurate. Yeah. Like at first, he's he's definitely yeah. trying to bone. Yeah, and he's like, oh, she's hot. I want to get at that. So he talks him his way into uh, being a chaperone for their field trip, and they're going to this like you know weird amusement park that just conveniently happens to be next to a military site that's uh, uh, 
doing zombie experiments. Mm-hmm. And hijinks ensue. Boom. <laughs> this is one of those movies where truly yeah. hijinks just fucking But ensue. I love just, you know... You know, her character is, you know, like Mary Poppins, just clean and, you know, she's very cute. Uh, the main uh, actor, he's a goofball and, you know, he's a loser, but, you know, you want him to win. The kids are cute. And I love how the whole time they're trying to keep the kids from knowing what's going on. You know, the fucking zombie apocalypse is breaking out all around them and they're like, oh, this is just a game. This is just a game. Yeah. Dude, I've been singing Taylor Swift ever since. Yeah. No was, shit, Yeah, dude. she was in my head for like two weeks. Yeah. So she plays uh, Taylor Swift Shake It Off with a ukulele for the kids and, and does a phenomenal it- job of it. And it like, dude, I fucking, when this movie was over, I was smiling. And this was while I was in the pits of depression, so that was, like, great for yeah. me. Oh, dude, this movie is, like, a fucking beam of sunshine. Yeah. yeah. Like, with a zombie. Like, and it, it works out. A, you can watch it with your mom. It's like a zombie movie. Yeah, you can it absolutely mom. watch it with your mom. I wanted to get my niece to watch it with me, except for the little weird sex jokes in there. I was like, nah. Well, they wouldn't. I mean, maybe she wouldn't get it. She needs, she needs to know. She's 11. She's Make just, her watch it. She's yeah. just old enough to be, like, inquisitive. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, she doesn't know, but she wants to know. Dude, Josh Gad in this movie. Who? Oh, my God, dude. Tell me that guy really isn't me. He's you. He's literally me. He's you, yeah. Oh, I know. I was thinking it the entire time, actually. That guy's me. (laughs) Yeah, they go to the... uh... He's like, I got some keys right here. You're going to blow me or what? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, like they, they go to like they go at, at, when they get to like the the park or wherever Jesus they're at. There's a uh, this child's show host. Yeah, like, like a kid's show. Who's uh, super cheesy, but then like off camera, he's the biggest fucking drunk pervert bad. prick. Like terrible. Like how you imagine yeah. every I'm person. I'm going to hell. Fish. I'm going to hell. I fuck so many moms. Yeah, <laughs> I fuck so many moms. Dude, his lines alone, like that's when I was like, you know, before I was like, okay, this movie's like a fucking ray of sunshine, yada yada. But when he was in there, like first, you know, quarter of the movie, when I heard his lines in, in there, I'm just like. Dude, this is this is, this is this is a movie. They're okay? just cussing and trying to screw over the kids yeah. and the teachers. And... Yeah, like oh man, so man. this is shit. the happiest horror movie ever made. It's like a kids horror movie made for adults. But... Yeah, it's like for the kid and the adult. Yes, and and man, fuck. I, whoever this movie nailed it, dude. Fucking nailed it. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. School of Rock with Zombies is probably the best. Pr- like, yeah, yeah, it's, that sums it up. And like, I, I really like what you said about like the, the entire time. The whole point of the movie is they're trying to convince the kids that nothing's actually happening. So like, you have all like the, and, and they're surrounded the entire yeah. fucking movie. They're surrounded and they're just having singing fucking Taylor Swift. And at the end of it, you're just like, yeah, Taylor Swift, <laughs> fuck yeah, shake it off, shake it off, I shake it off, oh. I shake it off. God, yeah, we, we can't be singing that. We have to. They're gonna. Gonna pay yeah, for I'm gonna that. have to bleep that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, what are you gonna do? But yeah, so um, what would you say? I mean, what what would you say if you're fans of like School of Rock, you'd like it. If you're fans of like Shaun of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead, um, really just horror comedies, especially like British horror comedies. It's more of a goofball. It's yeah, not it's like, like a goofball uh, comedy. It's it's, it's, it's not honestly, dead alive horror comedy. It's it's a little bit like dead this is breakfast. absolutely it's like a dead date and night breakfast, movie but too. better. Yeah, like straight up a date night horror. Uh, it is, and it's really well made. It's not like one of those like budget. No, it's it's good. like it's fucking well made. I wonder how much Hulu paid to get it. I don't know if it was because it's like Australian. Just the access. I got like a huge like undead vibe 
off the whole thing. Like I was thinking of Undead the whole time, yeah. which uh, is probably never a, seen that. I've never seen that. You've never seen that. It's Undead. It's probably like a least. It's like kind of far away from what it really is. But I, 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 think, that a lot. I it's got that flavor. It's yeah. got that flavor. That might just be the the hemisphere it's shot in. Yeah, but it's a funny movie. It's funny. It's all about the hemisphere, down, baby. Down nanda. Fucking horror comedy, rom com, rom. It's like, yeah. man, it, 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 like you can totally watch it with your kids if your kids are like cool. oblivious to like those jokes. <laughs> yeah, if your kids are cool, then They're fucking watch it. Date, jokes. date movie. Would you be able to watch it with uh, with with the kid? Yeah. Oh, there's like nudity, some brief nudity in the beginning, yeah, right? Whatever. But no need ever she she was we were watching it Sunday one Sunday on the couch it was uh, that's a good this is a good Sunday me movie. the girlfriend like her friend and the kid was like running around and then like her cousin came over and so like the girls were like we enjoyed it like they liked it that's great so, that's good yeah I'm glad I watched it it's very sunny well that's mom. all we've got to say all right so I'm I'm very confused what are you doing changing you're changing. All right. Ellie took his pants off. It's weird. It's not the first time. Hey yo! Probably can't play with that while we're recording. <laughs> Probably shouldn't. Fine. So, Fuck, I'm supposed to be entertained. All right. So uh, we're talking. The main topic of discussion, spoiler alert, would be Doctor Sleep. As uh, a movie that came out recently that we watched. I don't Most like of movies us. that are like based on medical issues. <laughs> Captain Narcolepsy is the other the working I, title. Captain I mean, Narcolepsy. Sleep apnea is a serious problem. They Fuck shouldn't make movies like this about it. Spoiler alert: <laughs> He didn't go to medical school, so it's just Mister Sleep technically. Oh. <laughs> so. That is a spoiler. We fucking checked your background, you some bitch. Go to fucking <laughs> school, you McGregor. To lead into that. Uh, segue. Uh, I'm going to be talking about The Shining. The Shining. The Shining. The Shining. The uh, Shining. Should be uh, gospel to anybody in the horror community. Gospel? Eric doesn't care for it. Thinks it's overhyped. Stanley Kubrick's Way overhyped. The Shining. <clears throat> but I also will be talking about 1997's ABC made for TV miniseries, The Shining, which is garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> That has no following. Not even a cult following. Movie's terrible. I'm gonna. I'm gonna it's, start. It's like it. impossible to find. I'm gonna digitally. fucking start it. I'm gonna be the. It was guy. on. It was. It was on Amazon in October. It I was bet on you Prime. Were, was it, it was it on really? Prime. Yeah. Fuck. But as soon as Doctor Sleep came out, it all dried up. Mm. Everything dried up. You know Everything shiny. Like impossible gone. to find is that red rose. Rose red. Yeah. I rose red. That. Yeah. yeah. I remember That's watching impossible that shit. to find. Yeah, I can't find that shit anywhere. And I, I, like, was, when I was a kid, I was like, this is the fucking best I've ever seen. It was better than The Shining. So, the TV or, Shining. The, the TV Shining. Stanley Fuck. Kubrick directed the big hoopla of The Shining, which people consider his master stroke. No, the fucking moon landing was. That never really happened. The moon landing? Yeah, we know. Well, yeah, him, him directing it Kubrick never happened, according yeah, to the government. But <laughs> So, Stephen King's The Novel is Shining, where this man takes a job at the caretaker at this haunted hotel, and the ghosts kind of, like, convince him to do bad things, like hijinks and such things. And, he's just like and then the rest thing. of the you know, book is about ensuing hijinks. And so, Stephen King, you know, eventually, like A always does, gets a movie made out of his fucking books because people think he's so good at writing books. 
So Stanley Kubrick, I think he came after, uh, I think it was after Lolita, you know, Lolita? Yes. After Lolita tanked, he needed a fucking blockbuster. So how do you fucking get a big bang for your buck? Fucking horror movie. So what is he going to do? I'm going to make the best goddamn fucking horror movie. So he picks up uh, The Shining and uh, it turns it into gold. Too late. It was oh. already done by Roman Polanski. Oh, okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Roman Polanski, Stanley Kubrick, Camps. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Roman Polanski. <laughs> uh, the pedophile? Greater okay, than. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. The pedophile? We're moving on. Where's his wife? Let's move on. Um, That's fucked up. <laughs> That's fucked up. That she was murdered. The fuck that he, the fucked up the, that he had a sex with a thirteen year old. Yeah, that's it. Is fucked up. Roman Polanski, everybody. Oh no, shit! Cut that. Uh, yeah, cut that out. Cut that out. Yeah, but I cut the shit out. Of that. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. So, um, if you, everybody should have seen The Shining. I mean, it's it's fucking so awesome. But what the hoopla came in was with Stanley Kubrick changed the writing of Stephen King's work, leading to Stephen King taking his name off the project. And it's all for the better, because King's version sucked. All right, and... Uh, <laughs> no no, no arguments, no, no, no comments, nothing. You know, there's um, the documentary Room 237, which Eric alluded to, of, uh, you know, maybe this is a big kind of like, you know, I done it to the conspiracy theory that he directed the moon landing because of uh, the 2001 Space Odyssey it was like an and apology. the effects used in that. And there's like subliminal images and, you know, all kinds of continuity things that it's really reaching a whole lot, Room 237, but it's a fun documentary to uh, watch. Also another documentary, if you want to like learn more on that, is uh, his daughter, Vivian Kubrick's uh, The Making of the Shiny, which was shot during the, the filming in 1980. It's basically... A lot of canon with uh, Jack Nicholson and Stanley Kubrick yelling at Shelley Duvall while she's having mental breakdowns, oh, which geez. is really awkward to watch. But you can learn more about that Sad. on your own time. And so this leads into our main topic discussion because I was kind of weary on how Dr. Sleep was going to go since the book and the movie differ so much. And mainly in the fact that the end of Stanley Kubrick, you know, Jack Torrance eventually goes crazy, hunts his family down with an axe, kills Scatman Carruthers, freezes to death in the hedge maze. None of that's in the book. There's no hedge maze. You know, there's no axe. In, um, you know, Holleran doesn't die. And so that was a good movie. Stephen King hated it. So, yeah. In 1997, finally got his own version of The Shining made for ABC. And this came out and was it? It came out in April, a month prior almost to the day was the Heaven's Gate suicide. Oh, fuck. So that put that in your mind of where the culture's at in 1997. Heaven's Gate was the happiest day I ever woke up to go to school to see so many dead Nikes on TV. So a month later, you give this fucking Shining. And I don't think anybody gave a fuck about it at the time. It did well. Back the, then, the, the, the bathtub lady was on a, the cover of a Fangoria. Yeah. So, I mean, there was some hype, but I don't think anybody fucking liked it. But Well, I think back then they did, but... I don't know. Like, I, don't I don't remember know. anybody liking it. I don't remember it. anybody liking Because what it did, Stephen King... I remember thinking it was okay whenever I was a kid. It we was a, alive, yeah. I was like five. It was a 
Stephen King just like fucking piss contesting with yeah. Stanley Kubrick like, after his death. Yeah, yeah. After he fucking still died, fighting, he's like, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna win because he can't do anything. What's Steve- he gonna do? Make another movie? Unlikely. Oh yeah, he hmm. fucking. So like the Overlook was based on the Stanley Hotel where Stephen King had, um, you know, a ghost experience and he had a dream where he came up with the um, plot to The Shining, and it was the uh, Stanley Kubrick went to the Timberland Lodge in uh, was it Oregon to shoot the film, and Stephen King wanted it shot at the Stanley. And so in the TV series, boom, we're at the fucking Stanley Hotel. There's no hedge maze. There's none of that. Uh, they, they replaced, you know, 237 with the original 217 in the book. Axe was replaced with the croquet mallet. There's the topiary animals that come to life. <laughs> with yeah. a, Okay, I'm going to stop there. <laughs> and just 1997 CGI effects were not... As good as you remember them. I went and I watched <laughs> it over again. And it's very bad. There's a, a fire hose with like teeth. There's like the, there's no hedge maze because Stanley Kubrick did, you know, he's like, dude, it's 1980. We don't have the fucking, we don't have the technology. It's just, we're going to put a, a fucking hedge maze so the animals don't have to come to life. It's going to be awesome. Blah, blah, blah. It's going to be iconic. I'm Stanley Kubrick. Everything I do is good. And then so Stephen King. <laughs> It's like, nah, let's do it. We got computers. <laughs> and so nah, it's, let's do it. <laughs> 1997 like also did not have the technology to have fucking Edward Scissorhands animal sculptures come to life and stock this family. Isn't this one of the only films that he's basically like made himself? No, he made uh, like Maximum Overdrive. Oh, he, he did, directed sorry, that he and shit. That. Like he didn't direct this. This is directed by uh, the I think the dude that also did like The Stand and I okay. think fucking just other miniseries by Stephen King. But, like, it just put everything back in the book. That fucking dog mask dude, the fucking topiaries, the croquet mallet. And, like, Stephen King's main beef was Jack Torrance. He's a dad. He's He's got his struggles in alcoholism. Like, Stephen King had his struggles in alcoholism. And it was supposed to be, like, he's trying to, you know, get his shit back together. He wants to be a good dad. He loves his family. All wholesome. There's scenes of them, like, playing in the snow. And then he goes to the hotel, and his demeanor changes, and then he kills his family, or tries to kill his family. And then in the book and in the 1997 series, he has a change of heart in which he has to save his family. And he is a good dad. And, and you know, he overloads the boilers and the hotel explodes and it goes down in flames and then they escape and then, you know, hollering and then move to like Florida. And then Stephen King's beef with uh, Stanley Kubrick was they got Jack Nicholson, who is known to be crazy, who starts out at the beginning of the movie, kind of a dick, is just more of a dick and then is a dick that tries to kill him with an axe. Which, it makes sense. There's not the character arc, and I understand that, but it's still a better movie than the dad just, like, wussing out. Uh, and, okay, so The Shining miniseries is uh, three nights. That's three hours. So it's a three-hour-long, fucking, horribly-acted movie. Like, fucking melodrama, fucking people just talking and fucking talking, and then something happens, and it's fucking awful. For Jack Torrance, they got the dude from Wings. I don't... That's gonna, you know, Stephen Weber. No one, no one knows who the fuck I'm talking about. Wings, 
Um, but yeah, they got the guy from Wings. He did an okay job. Rebecca DeMornay as uh, as Wendy. You know, she, she was Stephen King cast her. You know, off the book where she's blonde and you know she's a trophy wife. She's hot. She's blonde. She's a fighter. She's you know she sticks up for herself. You know, not Shelley Duvall in the original Shining. And it's just, they fucking suck at acting. They This whole movie fucking sucks. Danny, this Cort, the, Cortland Mead, like you can Google him right now. Cortland Mead from The Shining, 1997. Hit, hit, one of the, a photo will come up with him wearing sunglasses. And he's the most punchable kid I've ever seen. <laughs> I want to punch the fuck out of this kid so bad. I remember watching, uh, when I first saw The Shining on TV, like we were all, me and my brother were just talking about like, you know, the, the bathtub lady, she looked cool. She doesn't look that cool, that lady, but she's still fucking cool. She's all zombified instead of, you know, the, the hot girl that turns into the old lady. Like she just like is, is you know, straight zombified, all gross. But this fucking kid, this fucking kid, I want to punch him so fucking bad. His fucking mouth and his fucking everything about him is just the worst he ruins it. He ruins everything about this, you know, stupid thing that's already ruined already. I hate him. I want to I fucking, I wish ill upon him and his children now. Wow. <laughs> that was, wow. Um, I, I saw it when I was a kid and like, I actually liked it back then, but then I saw Rose Red and it kicked it in the dick. Yeah. Rose Red did kick it in. The, I mean, I watched. So, something that I've always heard is that like, you know, Stanley Kubrick really like, made well, Shelley Duvall like fucking nuts is that like is there any truth no, to that no no like I've always heard that mental illness she's probably problem. she was probably um they discuss it in his daughter's uh documentary she's like they have a discussion with Shelley Duvall she's um oh they do yeah wow. they have they have, like interviews with them and she's like she knows that he's trying to get a rise out of her for the better performance and like Stanley Kubrick's known to take like 80 fucking takes of the same fucking thing. So like everybody's, you know, getting flustered. And then they have just like on a set, like his daughter's just walking around on a set. So you get to see like, you know, uh, Jack Nicholson, like trying to get hyped up to like swing the ax at the door and stuff like that. And so he's like doing, he's like jumping up and down and like breathing and stuff. And like Shelly Duvall is trying to go over lines and like Stanley Cooper's is like fucking, he's like, no, don't say it like that. You're saying it. Why would you say it like that? Like, I like the way you said it better, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I don't think that's it. And he's like, I think you would. Like, there's a, you know, where he yells action and she, like, doesn't come out and they just get in, like, this fucking fight. So, at the time, she says, you know, she knows what he's doing to get, like, the performance. But, you know, I guess there's a big article later on where, like, she's, like, all broken and insane now. But, you know, she, I don't think one movie could do that to a person. But he did treat her pretty poorly. Like, Stanley, I think Stanley Kubrick's, you know, known for that. And then, like, like that, uh, the dude that did the, uh, was that... Lucio Fallucci's. Oh, Fallucci's. Fallucci's. He's been he's been known to be like quite misogynistic and dicky towards his actresses. And I could definitely see yeah, that. Yeah, and so Stanley Cooper has has also been accused of such things, which I could also believe. I could also believe that too. But yeah, it was the. It's very interesting. The the making. It's very short documentary that his daughter but you can see it gives you like a little glimpse into like the working process of that whole thing and what uh what's that one called uh it's just the making of the shining oh okay by vivian kubert cool something i've always wondered about the original shining is you know for one the gimp thing but also <laughs> like 
the, you got all these like what's with the blood did they explain like what the deal was with like the blood waterfall and like the the, the, the lady? furries what about the furry that's yeah that's yeah. the one i mean uh in the 1997 version they uh shed a more light a little more light on that dude that dog face dude giving the blowjob Oh, thank God. In a Kubrick, like he's in the. Because I still am confused about that. Yeah, he. I think in the book he's basically kind of like this gimpy, like a gimp, like sex gimp that they like kind of pass around. Which makes sense, yeah. And like, so they show him a little more in the in in in, in the the ninety seven series. They don't go into too far depth of like what's going on there, the the, the sexual dep- depravity. I kind of like it better in the Stephen or not the the Stanley Kubrick when you just kind of like see it and you don't know what the fuck's going on. That's a little more scary. The dude in the, the 1997 versions wearing like a tuxedo and like a latex like wolf mask. I don't even think they had latex masks in the no, 1920s. I can't imagine they did. So like it's my, uh, I you know it's funny I th- I thought that was only a uh, a Kubrick thing. I, I didn't no, know. Yeah, that. that's what I thought. I was like I thought that was I thought it was the exact same thing, but it's just Kubrick I think making it creepier. Yeah, because it's just one scene. Yeah, like the blood is just that's Kubrick. That's just that was you know it's just him being cool. Like the movie's just fucking broke. Like the makeup on the ghosts, they have like like kind of like a, a deadite look, sort of. Uh, okay. And for no reason, and then I can't, still can't tell if it's good or bad. <laughs> Sam Raimi's in that movie for no reason. Really? Yeah, he does a cameo. Oh, that's as like just this guy like renting out the uh, snowmobiles. Snowmobile guy number two. Snowmobile. Yeah. There's a yeah. It's a. It's not a good movie. <laughs> anything else about like uh that conversation with jack nicholson and the and the bartender what's the guy's name i don't remember his name i don't remember his name i remember like there's grady is like the he's the old he's the dude that spills the the drink on him yeah i forgot the name of the bartender but nah basically that's just supposed to be like does he call him jeeves or some shit probably he might (laughs) yeah but he has a no, it's just like a note to the alcoholism, I think. What's with the blatant racism in that movie? That's, that's oh, Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> that's what he did. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. It's to make it edgy. Kind of like, uh. I just rewatched it Rob, and I was like, that was unnecessary. Yeah, like Rob Zombie fuck. and uh, Quentin oh, yeah. Tarantino was like, you know, throw some N words in there yeah. and make it like, <laughs> but yeah. And then, the, like, uh, the alcoholism is played down, I think, more in Stanley Kubrick's and, like, because that was like the big thing for Stephen King was the alcoholism. Oh yeah, so like that's why he wrote it. Yeah, he yeah he's you know struggling with his sobriety. So like Jack in the nineteen ninety seven is like it's a big deal when he like is going to the bar and like taking a drink and shit like that. Yeah, and the other one is just like a creepy scene is like hey there's nobody here to serve him the alcohol that's also not here. <laughs> what ghost? The lady like the lady in the bathtub like who is she? There's like Debate. more in the book on her. Oh, okay. So that and like, so it sounds like I just need to read the fucking book. Yeah, the book has backstory on like all these fucking characters. Because one thing Stephen King can do is drag out a goddamn novel. <laughs> I just always assumed it was the wife that was murdered by Grady. I think you're right. She's not though. She's not. No. Whoa. No, she's not. Oh fuck. Hey, fuck. it's got to be just something think, creepy about the room. Yeah. Fuck, I want to know what's in that fucking room. Maybe it's alluding to the fact that there's something crazy going on in that room and other shit's happened in there before. Apparently so. Kind of like 1408. Yeah, 1408. Yeah. Yeah. He's big on rooms. I'm a room Loves man. rooms. Room man. Hey, um, have y'all seen that deep fake of 
uh, Jack Nicholson. And like, Jim, Jim Carrey. Jim, like Jim Carrey, like uh, Jim Carrey's face over Jack Nicholson's face. It's a deep fake where it's like Jim Carrey in The Shining, like playing, you know, Jack Torrance. Yeah. yeah. That was, Dude. That was pretty intense. It's pretty fucking That's cool. Fantastic. I'm going to try to post that on the Instagram. Uh, it'll probably get taken down, but I'm going to try to post it on in the Instagrams just so y'all can see it. I already I have it. <laughs> I have it. I, I, I got, got it. Go. I obtained it. Um, but but no, it's like it's something you'll have to see. So um, we'll we'll definitely uh, shoot that uh, on the Instagram, and if it gets uh, copyright, then it gets copyright. But whatever. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, what else you got, Elliot? Anything else? That's it. Like the Stanley Kubrick's Shining. Like you fucking everybody should fucking know. If you if you don't know, you actually have to watch both these movies to kind of get the uh, all the, the the nuances of dr sleep but you can you can go in there just watching the stanley kubrick version since it's yeah since we'll talk about it later it's it, there's some stuff for the kubricks but fucking the, the original shinings i i still is one of my favorite horror movies i mean yeah it's overhyped but i mean there's like great shots so in you there. agree yeah bam he's been waiting the a entire lot of shit's over it's still it's still an amazing movie i mean like there's like a shot of like just like shelly looking up at shelly duvall when she when he's like typing he's like yelling at her she's getting, like that's a crisp clear fucking that's a beautiful fucking just that's amazing and then just you that know that whole scene in the big open area is like yeah, fucking phenomenal everything and like you know you can go in and speaking in that room he's going in the room the documentary room 237 you can go into the whole like uh, Native American genocide aspect of it, the whole room being Native American art and stuff like that, and all the fucking undertones of that scene are like, according to the documentary, are layered. So many burial grounds. So many fucking. They just fucking buried him everywhere. <laughs> what? Stephen King's like, he's like, <laughs> all right, I got this burial ground. I got Maine. I, I got, got a haunted Maine. room. Can I make this into a career spanning 50 plus books? I think I can. <laughs> Cocaine says I can. Yeah. Watch me. Cocaine says this is going to be, it's going to fucking build me three houses. Hell yeah. Yeah, but uh, Stanley Kubrick's A Shining is a to do. Is a to do. The 1997 miniseries is a taint. It's a, it's a hard taint. taint. But you, if if you're too lazy to read a book, you need to watch it. It's a long haul. It's fucking boring and stupid and three hours long and painfully acted. And oh my God. And fucking Tony's, he's just a dude. (laughs) He's just a fucking teenage kid flowing around, like literally like bobbing around blue screen. Oh, it's so awful. It's so fucking bad. It's so fucking bad. Stop. (laughs) So bad. Hey, one quick thing in the, in the Stephen King one, is Tony like his future self? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes, because right. in the book, just, Tony just is his future self. And um, in Stanley Kubrick's A Shining, like, they just kind of made it like, it's this, you know, dude that lives inside of his mouth and, like, tells him. Basically, he doesn't understand his shining, his, his like, psychic gifts. So it's like there's a person that tells him what's going to happen and shows him the clips. And uh, the kid, actually, Danny, the kid that... Uh, he came up with like the little finger, like he's not here right now, man. It's like he came up with that himself, and they just like kind of went with it as that's Tony, 
in the fucking TV series. It's this fucking legit future self floating around like, like literally that's what it is. So bad. He's all like, and he's all like nineties dressed. <laughs> Which is disgusting. Yeah, I got a white shirt and the like this over shirt and then I'm gonna push the fucking sleeves up. I'm not gonna button up my button up so you can see my white shirt so you know that I'm cool. I'm wearing glasses and kids. Don't go in the room. Fuck God, fuck Stephen King. Fuck Stephen King so bad. Yes, I I'm getting heated. We'll, we'll reel it in a little bit, but <laughs> God, you fucking animal. So that and in, in, in Doctor Sleep, that was my concern of like they're showing scenes of Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. They are saying that this is a sequel to The Shining, but it's based off this book of a man who doesn't like Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. So I was really kind of interested in how that was going to work in, in Doctor Sleep. That is right. In Doctor, yeah, I didn't know how it was going to fucking work in Doctor Sleep, but you know, now we it. know. So like now we know because we're about to fucking talk about it. Yeah. So I'm done. You're done. I'm That's done. it. Yeah. All right. So it leads us into our main discussion topic of 2019's Doctor Sleep, starring Ewan McGregor and a bunch of nobodies. <laughs> <laughs> so a bunch of who cares? <laughs> so a bunch of who cares? Ewan McGregor and et cetera's. <laughs> oh my god. Obi-Wan Kenobi's and the Nobodies. Okay. So, Dr. Sleep. I'm going to explain the plot of the movie. No, you explain the plot of the movie. All right. 2019's Dr. Sleep, directed by Mike uh, Flanagan's. Flanny boy. Flanagan. Uh, Basically, it picks up after The Shining. uh, Before The Shining. Before The Shining. And it's it's a continuation of... It's basically... Danny Torrance's story. At the beginning of the movie, it takes place immediately after The Shining, uh, and him and his mom living in Florida, and the ghosts of The Shining are still coming after him. His dad's obviously dead, and so he has that, and it's him learning how to deal with these ghosts, and him growing up to be a drunkard so he can suppress his shining and just live kind of like a normal life. But he's a fucking drunk and a loser and a bum, so it's kind of like, eh. He washes upstate to kind of like sober up and, you know, meets uh, his friend uh, Billy, who gets him a job as an orderly at this old folks' home. And he stops being drunk long enough to use his shining to help the elderly people pass on and they call him dr sleep as like you know he's a doctor that helps you he explains death as like just this deep one last sleep so that he's living his life doing this he's quietly just kind of like helping these people reassuring them he's giving these great moments as they pass away and uh out of nowhere he starts getting messages from another person who ends up being a little girl who also has the shining and they communicate just via telepathy just out of nowhere on the other side of the flip of this coin there is this weird shining vampire like cult who's going around killing people with the shining so they can basically breathe in their essences 
and that's how they live for long, long, long times off the energy of these people, the shining. And uh, well, hijinks ensue. If that sounded like a goddamn long explanation, yeah, it's a fucking long ass explanation because it's Stephen fucking King, <laughs> and it's a long ass fucking movie. Yes, and so debate. So debate. So okay. debate. So right off the bat, I'm gonna say that Eric didn't see this movie. I didn't watch it. <laughs> he did not I'm see this movie. Totally against this movie. Are so, you or no, did he, he have like watch adult it problems? Because that he's had, had a really lot of shit problems. going yeah, on. Responsibilities to take care of. A lot of, lot of stuff going on. I fucking hate when life gets in the way. I know. We'll give him a pass. Okay. All right. I'm, oh, I'm ready, dude. I'm ready for you. <laughs> let's start with that. All right, let's go. Um, let's go. So uh, one thing that I liked about this movie is, and one of the things I was wondering, how they tackle this with they're going back and they're showing young Danny, young Wendy. Yeah. And... Like, how are they going to tackle the yeah, connection? Yeah, Scatman like, Crothers, like, hollering. They're just like, how they... I was like, are they going to, like, digit? Is it going to be digital? Because yeah. it's going to be awful. Are they going to, like, de-age people? Because that's not possible. And basically, they recasted. Shitty Eyes was, you know, Wendy. <laughs> Isn't who, the, the girl who plays... Uh, yes. What's her name? Yes. From... Uh, yes. Starry Eyes? Yes, I was going to talk about that. Yes. Oh, well, you don't have to now, because I just did. You motherfucker. <laughs> you take my one bullet point away. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's on air chemistry. These guys, great. I'm here against my will. Somebody help me. If you Uh, haven't seen Starry Eyes, no, Starry Eyes is hot garbage. What the fuck? (laughs) Are you serious? That's another podcast debate. Yeah, Starry Eyes was a waste of my time. Starry Eyes is garbage, dude. You don't. But let's start there. Let's start with uh, Shitty Eyes. Um, Shitty Eyes. Who, in certain certain lights and aspects, looked like her. Definitely sounded like her. Danny. You know, Danny was. Yeah, I mean, you could put any kid with him. Yeah, mushroom fucking eighties mushroom haircut on a kid, and it's Danny. Yeah. So you know, the kid was uh, I, I guess. Yeah, not great. Um, hollering, they did a fucking. I thought a pretty fucking badass job. Fucking, what I was gonna say, like, but the, yeah, they basically just cast look like actors. Yeah, and it so, worked out. Yeah, and I once I was like, I was just like, okay, you just have to be like, okay, this is what we're doing, and then you're in. I I completely agree with you, and I like that they did that right out the gate. Yeah. You know, like, like, it's like, okay, here's what we're doing. And then like, it just so was so satisfying because at that moment, at the very beginning of the movie, you knew that it was going to be acceptable. Like, okay, here's what we're doing. We're going to go with the rest of the movie and and just do that. You know? Yeah. Like, I did not hate this movie. I did not hate this movie. I did not hate this movie, but I, we're going to go into detail about that. I don't like it. Yeah. You you may not. You might, but he might though. But but that's the thing. Like, I wish I would have fucking known your opinion on it, man, because this movie's a lot. It's got enough stupid shit. You might like it, but it's also like mainstream. It's mainstream bullshit. But you're you're taking two. It's the same, the shining of the same story, but you're taking Stanley Kubrick and you're taking Stephen King and fucking Mike Flanagan's like mushing these things together, which is a lot. It's a lot to take. There's like a lot to take in. Like. I'll say this. I'm truly, truly shocked that they meshed mostly everything together so well. Yeah. It's like they watercolored both stories in there. Yeah. I mean, you would think that Kubrick Shining was written like by Stephen King and then like blended into this movie. Yeah. Basically what it's doing is taking it's we're on the book, but we're using the visuals of yeah stanley kubrick so right. like because like, say like okay man. for and, instance we're like okay we start at the beginning you know danny's a kid he's having problems with 
Like the ghosts, they'll come in after him, i.e. Um, uh, the lady, uh, lady in the bathtub. bathtub. Uh, like, dude, they have right? the movie also kind of is like a who's who of the shining ghost for a little bit. But yeah, uh, yeah. well, yeah, it, like exactly. It's yeah. like all the people that were in the original. Like, for instance, like they're down in Florida because they don't want to be near snow again, obviously. And, you know, he's having problems with these ghosts and hollering tells him, you know, it goes in a little hollering's backstory about how he was abused. And, and, and he's like, well, you got to take, take them. And then you lock them in this mental box and then like they're gone and you just keep them locked in your like shining subconscious or whatever, basically. And like say in the book, hollering doesn't die because fucking croquet mallet never killed anybody. Fucking Stephen King, fucking, fucking puss. <laughs> so he's still alive. So he's, you know, they all live down in Florida together. So he's telling this to them, but this is, you know, we're, off this the Stanley Kubrick movie, so Holland's appearing to him as basically a ghost. Yeah, which, which is, is dope which, as fuck. Which, it's so dope. Like yeah. that's like one of my favorite parts. Is, yeah. is that I never even thought that that could be a thing, or that that would be a thing, and it makes so much like it just it really makes it feel like nice, like like that you actually have that character in the movie. Because I thought that you know that's it. Like he's not going to be in the, and he was probably. I wish he was in the original, like, Kubrick Shining more. Yeah. Like, I really liked his character. Yeah. And he had such a heavy presence, but it was just so lightly put in. Yes. That's probably because of fucking Kubrick. Um, racist fuck. Yeah, I know. But, but like, having him in there and be, like, the liaison for fucking uh, Danny to just grow into his, his shine and everything like that is great. And it really, that part, it gets that part out of the way really quickly and I, I love how they go from, you know, how how is he living with all of these like uh, the demons of, of, of the hotel and how did he like get rid of them? Fucking Holleran basically showed him how to do it. And, you know, it doesn't have to go too, into too much detail, but it, it works. Yeah, it kind of goes into also what, you know, the crux of the whole movie is that there's this like vampire esque cult feeding on the shining and then like hollering explaining that you know the ghost and the shining in the hotel and, and the overlook you know do the same thing that's why yeah. it was so bad for danny because he had the shining and the, basically the the hotel came alive and was like trying to feed on him and so like they're still trying to feed on him and so hollering's like walking him through and then even when he grows up and he's like a drunk and like kind of like a, a bum, like, you know, anytime he does anything bad, like hollering, like will come back and kind of like be like his like little. He's like, like really, motherfucker? Yeah, what? yeah. Kind of he's like his guardian angel. And I, th I think in the book that was Tony that would do that. But really? they replaced it with hollering, which I think is way better because Tony's. Well, no, hollering didn't die in the book. Yeah. So, 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 so like it actually was like uh, hollering, be, apparently. Yeah. So like shining be, to him or something. Well. Either it's way. still Tony. <laughs> it's it's but, still a shine. Don't yeah, matter. like but replacing all that with Holleran and Holleran being a ghost, like that makes and so you know we're, we're off and rolling. Danny's story is like like this movie's long, but it still feels rushed because there's so much put into so much, it. It's like packed. I was when I watched it, like I didn't it didn't seem long to me because no. like you could still see where like I wish that that was elaborated. I wish that was elaborated. I wish that was elaborated. It's like actiony. Yeah, they like, had to travel across country. I think like twice. Yeah, and it's like it's it's like three minutes. Yeah. It might as well have been a fucking montage of like gas stations. But oh, shit, and they didn't do that thing where they like the, it'll be rushed, rush, rush, and then like it'll give you like a reprieve where where it's like really slow. 
and then it'll rush, rush, rush again. Like it, it really just feels like the pacing, you know, is consistent throughout the entire film, um, which I like. There's three stories that collide. There's like Danny, him dealing with the aftermath, basically not doing well with it until he kind of like decides to get sober and, and is, becomes the doctor sleep. Then you have this, I uh, think, what's her fucking name? But the, as a Abra? Abra. Abra. Yeah, Abra. which is, first off, cheesy Abra fuck. Abra. Like, terrible fucking name for that character, but. Um, she, she She's a girl that can shine a little bit more than uh, Danny, who is, you know, apparently supposed to be super impressive, but she shines a little bit more, and she basically reaches out to Danny because she, she, she can. And, you know, they, as a child, she's a child, and, like, you know, as time goes on, you know, she becomes a teenager and, you know, they have like this like little like psychic correspondence. Yeah. Which is not like, it's not creepy at all, which is weird. Cause they both really don't know what the fuck's going on. They just kind of do it cause they yeah. have the shining. So like you shine, I shine. That's, th- that's another thing I really like about Dan Torrance, like growing up is that you would expect him to be like in this movie, the super fucking powerful shiner. And really he's just a normal, like for the most part, a normal like shiner shiny yeah he the, he fucking he's just repressed it so much that yeah. he's like not as you thought it, you think he's gonna be basically like this fucking like like the, badass the, that's gonna go in the here jedi fucking like yeah you know like yeah basically like an obi-wan <laughs> yeah like the luke skywalker was like oh yeah. fuck you know but no nah, he's repressed it so much that he's like rusty pretty much me with like art <laughs> like i don't yeah. draw anything so then i'm like I'll fucking I'll paint yeah. this thing, I guess. Because like, because I guess like he used to be powerful, like when he was a kid. But but as they explain, also that yeah. like it kind of just dulls over yeah. time. And he's so. just, and he's fucking drunk. And then there's Rose the Hat, which is you know she's kind of she's not the leader, but she's the most powerful of this like cult of like shining sucking vampires, which is weird. Yeah, which is like it's crazy because they actually made psychic vampires cool in this movie. Yeah. Which I've never thought psych- the idea of a psychic vampire was cool or anything like that. It's kind of like, have y'all seen What We Do in the Shadows? Like The TV show? The TV show? Yeah. Like, I haven't seen the movie, but the TV show? You'd like the fucking uh, psychic vampire guy in that yeah. show? Like That's what I imagine version. all psychic vampires are like. <laughs> this movie, it, it, like, it makes it to where it's, like, cool and creepy. Like, it actually yeah. does feel that way. Because so. they're just, because they just look like regular, like, fucking caravan folk. Yeah, they do. But like they 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 seek out and they find people to shining, like gypsies, kinda. Yeah, they're gypsies. They don't look like like what you think gypsies, but like, uh, yeah, they just have like Winnebagos and shit, and just like because they, they go, because like Rose has she's got a lot of power powers, and uh, she just kind of can seek. She can go like find people to shining, and they just go where the shining people, are. and it's badass because what they do is they find like whoever has it, and, and mainly kids because they shine brighter. And they fucking torture him and like murder him. Yeah, that's the scary and like butcher part. these kids because like if they're scared and suffering, I'm in. Like yeah, yeah. The, There's like a oh dude, and I didn't I didn't expect that either. I, yeah. I didn't expect it to be like you know we gotta torture the shit out of them because it makes it pure, like it purifies yeah. the 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 shit. And they, you know, it yeah. It would as a yeah. You, you know I love if if they if, if you kill a kid are, in a movie because yeah. i know it's like you're not holding back so Dude, that like, scene with that with that boy in the in the fucking baseball uniform man yeah. like that that was fucking rough it's pretty rough and, and you don't think they're gonna go that far because the tone of the movie you know previously before that moment is, is not very like brutal yeah it's, it's, i almost yeah. i didn't think this was gonna be a horror movie as much as it was yeah, yeah like it was a little more 
I was surprised, pleasantly, yeah. pleasantly, but pleasantly surprised. surprised. Yeah, but yeah, once they were like, there's like shit in there. There's, there's scary kids, shit like, in there. Yeah, I was, I like tip my hat to that. I was like, good, you know. And and how they did the uh, the whole like uh, soul sucking thing, like the whole. And the cycling, like what, what, what do the fuck is that? So, that's dude. what I like the most about it is like so basically these all come to a head because the uh, the cult get wind of Abra 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 who is like the I guess like the strongest shining because they're basically they're starving because they've taken all the shining mostly mm-hmm. and like so they she comes up on the radar so they they're going after her and she calls on Danny for help and you know this is how it all comes to a head. But through various, you know, conflicts, some of the cult members uh, die and, you know, they call it cycling. Yeah. But it's like this weird, they become like... It's literally a vampire transition. Yeah, it's like they're, they're like strobing, like... Like they're strobing in, like... It's, you could, it's weird. It's just basically a special effect where they you can like see their skeleton and like... Oh, yeah. But the fact they're seizing when they do it... Oh yeah, like that and, and was they're in intense pain. Like they're yeah. like fucking screaming. They did that like well. Agony. It was like just like the like them seizing and like Dude, like glitching out. That's it was like pretty the best. Nice. And then they they like ramp up the fucking like um the volume and everything like that. So it's really like jarring. Like whenever yeah. it's happening, tight. Yeah, it's super fucking. That, tight. that might have been my favorite part of the the, the movie. movie was watching. Uh, What's her name? These fucking people die. Like these. Fucking oh, dude, that was my people f- die. <sighs> that um, like that was definitely my favorite part. Like. Every time one of them died, and there's not really that many of them, yeah. like really, like but every dozen. time one of them died, it was like it was like a big like moment. And I think that has to do with how they did it, like how yeah. they made them this weird energy or, or whatever. But, um, you know, like other psychic vampires, it's kind of like just you would imagine they're psychics that steal the energy when they're cycling. They're literally transforming into non-humans. These are literally like people that are c- turning into something not human. Like just because they have the ability to shine, they have the uh, capability to become like transcendent to where they can suck off of people's like energy. Yeah, like how much is uh, M Night Shyamalan involved in this movie? Uh, well, it's it, it could have it could have been it could have been it it would have been his best film. It would have been his best. But film. like uh, better than happening, I don't think so. The dude uh, from Adam's Family, Lurch. Oh yeah, Twin Carol Peaks. Stroykin or whatever. Yeah. He was dope. He yeah. He's I, I was first of all psyched that he was in another movie. I saw him at Texas Frightmare, and I, he was also in Gerald's Game. Yeah, yeah. He was in Gerald's Game. Sweet, I didn't see that one. In that like, was another Mike Flanagan movie. Yeah, Mike Flanagan did Gerald's Game. Yeah, and uh, but he was cool, and he, he was talking. They were talking about him, like he's like millions of years old almost. Yeah, he's I think like in the movie. Like he, he was like from like oh yeah, <laughs> like the Roman Empire and shit. Like, he, they, like she goes on a whole like you know dialogue with him where she's just like explaining like uh, like, I don't like, cause like the more they they eat the you know the shine energy like they they just basically live long. Yeah, the, yeah, live long, and they just suck. Um, they, they they literally their entire existence is just hunting down other people that shine. Yeah. So. <laughs> You know, they feel better. They're in good health. You know, it keeps me young. It's eternal youth. Yeah. How do I join? Great question. You got to find Dr. Rose the hat. And you got to have, you got to, and they all have their own abilities. These vampires. Too, I've got they're shining. So, well, it's got to be a useful ability. Oh, this one girl, <laughs> like there's this one girl that can like, uh, she'll say something and you'll do it. And yeah, you have to do it. Like it's know. like compulsive kind of deal. Stephen King's got a lot of psychic shit in his books. He's got a lot of bullshit in his books. Yeah, he's got a lot of bullshit. He's got a lot too. of pedophilia in his books. Whoa! What? Oh. Hey, one thing I, I did want to mention 
uh, is that Abra, like when you know, whenever like Rose the Hat is going into her like room, let's say she astral projects. Yeah, like astral projects into her room. It was kind of really, really cheesy. Whenever Abra was like an anime character, like almost. <laughs> Like, you remember that? With the fucking Sia wig or some shit? Yeah, there was some... Yeah, it was. they, they were a mental mental fighting. Yeah, it was kind of like, like made, but it, That it, was, like, my least favorite part of the movie. It made sense because that's what a teenage girl would... If, like, she could project herself. Oh, I agree. I agree. Like, that's what she would look like. But it was, like, the weakest... Like, I feel like they could have explored, like, the cathedral of the mind almost, like, a little more. Um, but... So yeah, that part a, was, like, a missed opportunity. That's what for. But, I mean, they don't have enough fucking time to do it anyway. Fuck. I mean, like, they yeah, already used not a lot of time. time. Like, this whole movie, it's a long movie, but it's all fucking rushed. And it's and, all worth it, though. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I feel like There's it. a, you know, we're hyping it up there, but there's a lot of lot of stuff I don't like about this movie. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, there's just, not a lot that I don't. There's there's some, it's just, like, forgettable, cheesy stuff going on. Really? But oh, we shit. try not to give any spoilers away. We've literally, the entire thing has been spoilers. It's not been spoilers. This is, like, the plot. This is the fucking plot. But we're talking about no, yeah, it's not, I haven't given any spoilers away. So basically, my whole interpretation is that a word? Yes. Thank you. Uh, of the whole thing was the ending. They go back to the Overlook Hotel. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I was wondering when the previous came out, like which book are they following? This book is by Stephen King, who wrote it off of his book, The Shining. But we're seeing scenes. Out of the Stanley Kubrick. So, like, what the fuck is going on? Stephen King, how's he getting, like, how's he okay with this? And basically... Yeah. Money. Money. That's fucking what we a, all fucking wanted. a fuck ton of money. Like, that's what we all wanted to know, too, is, like, are they really going back to the hotel? Yeah. So. Basically, what ended up happening is Mike Flanagan, he was, you know, picking and choosing parts of, you know, the book and the movie. And basically, the ending, he made up himself. It's a big... Fucking come in the face money shot for Shining fans, basically. Yeah. It's, I, it's which, not that good. It's not at all necessary, but it's what everybody wanted to see. It's how you hype the movie. Well, it's it's yeah. I mean, like, how are you gonna make? I mean, I, I honestly, well, if they if they could have not gone back to the hotel, and I would have loved this movie either way. But yeah, they had to end it with the, oh fuck yeah, man. Yeah. Woo! That's like literally in the theater what was happening. Yeah. Like when I watched it, they were like. Whoa, because it was only like the last 20 minutes of the movie. Which like, the yeah, the last, the last half hour is them just going around to Overlook, going to all the memorable locations from the movie. And it make like it's very, this movie was good on its own and a completely different story. And then like they were just like, you know, they did the thing where it's like, well, what do we got to do now? And then they're like, we're going back, you know, and like, and then everybody in the theater was like, Oh shit! So and they fucking Abra and you McGregor like high five. Yeah, like it is like fucking like... frame and it spins out with the graphics. Yeah, it's. <laughs> but, oh, so they get there and then you know it's uh, it, it is like a little like just jerk off yeah, shot. It's, um, it's all just like they go to the everything you wanted to see because in this movie they're saying what happened was the Jack Torrance thing happened. You know he, he killed Holler and he tries to kill his family. You know, it's a big disgrace, and the hotel closes down and is just left in disrepair. Mm -hmm. And in the book, it burned down and it's just a foundation. So, 
that's where I was conflicted and I was really wondering how it paid off and it ended up doing kind of what I didn't want it to do, but what I wanted to see was then to go back. And also, uh, did anybody ever see Ready Player One? Yes. Yes. They're in the internet, so they pretty much can go anywhere in this fucking scavenger hunt of franchises. They have like Back to the Future and Ghostbusters and Bob. Like, there's all this franchise. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. And they go to the Overlook Hotel and reusing footage from Stanley Kubrick's The Shining, they're in the movie basically. And they computer generate like the characters through this movie, which is, it was probably the coolest thing. It it kind of worked and it kind of didn't. Yeah, but it, like it, it had some of the weaker parts. Yeah, of the but it was cool because we re, that's what everybody wanted to do. You want to go back to The Shining and new things to happen in the same environment. Yeah, and this movie, it gave you that, but it didn't. It kind of it gave you a different version because it's a just the dilapidated version. But, but like, at the same time, like I know what you're saying. Like it, they should have done it more. Like they should have like had more uh, things happen there, but at the same time, like kind of less. Yeah, it, it should be more, but less. Well, yeah. but, like it could have like it was a but weird better. amount. It was a weird amount of stuff that's happened. Yeah, it was like a hacky amount. Like the whole thing seemed. Hacked. It's like when using salt. Maybe you used too much. Could have been better with <laughs> a little been, bit could less. Have been better a little bit less. But it's like they they had. A, it was just I mean even when they got to the the Overlook Hotel it was a smaller version of itself it was like it fit in the close up frame yeah it was like it just it was like a budget version of and I'm pretty sure that wasn't intentional but everything just looked less grand like oh yeah because you built that on a fucking soundstage with the no money you had for this <laughs> yeah they did they, like I think they, yeah, they only filmed the front of the hotel yeah so it's and like, it's it was smaller and then like the whole like the hallways are tight the the gold ballroom looked a lot fucking smaller like yeah and, and also none of the carpet or, or like the wallpaper are there anymore but like it's old and run down so it wouldn't have been there anyway it, it was what had what, what had happened was <laughs> In the book of Doctor Sleep, you know, it burnt down and they, the story does, they all, it, it, it convenes at the spot of the Overlook Hotel because, you know, the psychic vampires also get off on like places of tragedy and stuff yeah. like that is like a thing for them. So they, you know, the, the final conflict takes place at the ruins of, of like the hotel and, you know, this, the, you know, the, the last battle and the standoff, you know, do take place there and, you know, since that doesn't exist, you know, going back to the Overlook, you know, kind of was inevitable if you're going to follow the book and just like throw in the Kubrick. So, you know, it, it kind of had to be that, but it's also, that's what the only reason people came to this movie was to see them go back to the, the Overlook. Yeah. I, I mean, it had to have been that. I, I agree with you there. Like the things I didn't like about it for the most part were what you said about, you know, I, like you could tell it wasn't the same. Yeah. Like. Because you could tell immediately, like, you're going inside the hotel and you're like, wait, what the fuck? And they could have done it the Ready Player One style where they just, like, take the footage and, you know, take Kubrick's footage. Yeah. And they could have made it work. They they really only used a little bit of the same footage. They reshot everything else and it was pretty apparent. Yeah. Um, Now. They only used, like, the the helicopter shots of them driving up. Which is cool. Those are good shots. CGI them to be dark and snowy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that worked because I didn't realize that that was the yeah. same shot. Dude, I could, you fucking flying over that lake? Yeah, it's the same fucking shot. Shit. You can tell it's the same. No one's going to do that. No one's going to pull that shit in off In the again. dark? I wouldn't have even thought it. I fucking knew that shit. Yeah, I think it was just another, it was another like 
fan jerk off to be like, because that's what I did. It's like, uh, fuck, so fucking, this is so fucking awesome. I'm not going to give away the ending or no, the, yeah, the final away. battle or like what happens. There's a final battle? Yeah. You I'm be fucking out there's again. A final, of course there's a fucking there's final battle. There's a few final battles, but uh, you know, it's it's Stephen King. Spoiler alert if you have. I mean, the whole, we're, 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 we're way past that. Well, I don't think I've got any spoilers. You've given away like the I entire haven't given, We haven't discussed, you know, deaths and fightings yes, and we did. things like that. We literally did. Just some fucking baseball kid who deserved to die. I don't know, but maybe the guy was an yeah. asshole. I don't know. The kid? I don't know. 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 Like, oh, wow. But like, <laughs> you know, so I was jazzed about that. But like, you know, the ending is basically a combination of all three. Stanley Kubrick's The Shining, kind of what was left out of Stephen King's The Shining, and then sort of what happened in Doctor Sleep. Yeah. So it's a combination of all three. And all dickheads mushed together. You have to look at it like that mm. to fully appreciate it, I feel like. Yeah. Because I, if I didn't know all this to, stuff, yeah, I don't know if I'd like this movie. If really? I yeah. Because if, if, I, if I was ignorant to Stephen King and I never saw this 1997 garbage miniseries and didn't know anything about the book and just knew like Stanley Kubrick's, I don't know if I'd like it really? as much. Or well, I, I, mean, like, I might have liked it more. I don't know though. I mean, like that's the thing. Like, I at first didn't like. There's a scene where like he's, like basically Dan Torrance is kind of like succumbing to the hotel, let's say, and um, you know, like there's a moment where there's like a little bit of a lapse, and you're kind of wondering like, what the fuck happened? Like, why is that? Like, why is that happening? But now that you explain it, like the now that I think about it, it does make sense why that were to happen if they're combining all three of the yeah. uh, the endings the very tail end too right before the credits like yeah it was all right Meh. but like like they could have ended a little bit sooner but the at the very everything culminating together I, I i thought it was great i really did i don't think i ruined this spoiler wise i don't think you did like because i mean like besides the plot there's the like a plot. there's some there's some like uh you know epic things that happen at the hotel that I'm not talking there's about. There's things that happen throughout the entire fucking yeah. movie. Yeah, but there's some, there's like, basically, as far as, like, Kubrick, like, yeah, fandom, yeah. there's some stuff at the hotel that might be, you there, know, yeah. worth watching, whether, it, you know... There's some stuff you, I don't want to... It pisses sp- you off. Like, it could either piss you the fuck off, or you could love it. Yeah. I, I personally loved it. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to go into that and ruin it for people, but basically the plot of what I just did, did I don't think spoils anything. Yeah. You know, you, you won't be surprised, you know, by a the fact the... that like, it was a psychic vampire that sucks out your juice. I mean, that's, that's pretty much in the fucking, yeah, yeah. like everything, like everything I said is, is fucking in the trailer. Yeah, th- I, I agree with that. Um, if you're I'm, in a king camp, I hate you. King camp? Kubrick all day. Kubrick all day. Um, I was listening to an interview with Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan. <laughs> Uh, where Michael he's ta- Flanagan, he's such a nice guy. <laughs> where he was talking about uh, Rose the Hat, and like he he wanted Rose the Hat to just be like whatever, you know, like whatever character, but like the but uh, super hot. Yeah, was, yeah, she babely. <laughs> uh, but she was uh, she, she was uh, when she approached the role, she was like, no, I want it to be like, like I like I want it to be uh, as if people understand why she's doing this like what her motives are and like understand it from her perspective. Cause she thinks that she's the good, you know, the good person. Yeah. They're, they're but, basically but, trying to survive her and her. She's taking care of her fucking family. Yeah. And I understand survive. that. But my critique of that though is like, 
it, it doesn't feel like that at all. Like no. I never would have thought that like, and, and sympathized with her situation whatsoever because she got herself into that situation. That's yeah. my one critique of like, but that's like a little beside behind the scenes kind of deal. But you know, it's something that I was like, really? I'm going to tie this around full circle, full circle, baby. Well, there you have it folks. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. No, I'm going to tie this around full circle to the beginning of the topic. One of the things I heard, one of the clickbaits I've seen <laughs> about this was uh, comparing Rose the Hat's performance was supposed to be scarier than Jack Nicholson's in The Shining. What? Yeah, that was one of the the, the articles I saw, the clickbait articles. So that takes it all the way back around to like, this is going to be the best villain performance you've seen that. since jack fucking torrance like waved that. his axe around that's like and it, not, it is not it is not, not at, scary all. at all like like in any way say what you will about jack nicholson's performance of the character arc or whatever if like he yeah he's a shit dad they're driving up there he's a fucking dick like he's a dick the whole time I think you're supposed to hate him the whole entire you're, movie though yeah and that's I what i fucking hate everybody in the whole fucking movie that's true also that yeah also, also that, that that's a good point the hotel's the the babe in that one hotel is the babe <laughs> yeah uh, that's who that's the who, hotel's performance in the, in, yeah, in the overlook hotel is like kind of who you root for yeah pretty much but uh like yeah but like, say what you like, like, because the character arc of him being a good dad and then he falls from grace and then he redeems himself is terrible. You, even if it, it could be said that it would be beneficial to Kubrick to have like a good dad and have him go wrong and then him die wrong. That's kind of that's that might have been better. But the fact that like I'm cool with the fact that he's a bad dad and bad then he's dad, like yeah. yeah he probably was gonna kill his kids without the ghost. But like <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I but just like that. you like, said. I, I mean it's up. like he was a shit person who tried in the beginning. He was at least fucking trying. Yeah, to, and then the hotel was like no nah, fuck that we're gonna show you who you really are. Yeah. And it, like yeah. and like it, it seemed like the hotel barely even like just nudged. But like <laughs> yeah it's just like he was walking in one direction no no no, no. this way. Come on over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's true. It's like, it's like, <laughs> he did not twist his arm to like, take yeah. it. He's like, you I've been sober. Like, <laughs> fuck but, him. But say you would, you know, that whole debate aside, fucking Jack Nicholson in The Shining is pure Jesus gold. I agree. And Rose, 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 Top Hat McGee. It was good, but it's she's it's not, she's yeah, it's she's not, not fucking. It's she's not, not you don't even have to like like it's not it's even not, the same. Nobody in Doctor Sleep that is, comparison, is on that level. Exactly, like not even. I will say though, I did really like uh, Ewan McGregor like in in this role. I know you said you didn't, but I I did because he kind of gives you that impression of like man, you know, my dad was a, like abusive. Like this is the like you know, I'm troubled. This is the kind of is this the kind of person that that guy would be when he grew up? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, to me, it, it made sense. Like are you, you're going to be self destructive. You're going to be destructive to others. But like in the end, when you get your you get help and everything, you're just kind of like a timid like you know uh, kind of guy who just wants to help. Yeah. I, I, I did like that. To me, it made sense. The, the yeah, the Doctor Sleep is nowhere near on the level to Kubrick's oh, The Shining. No, no, no. That, I'm not saying that either, but I'm just and like... I, that kind of hurts it, though. You can't, like, tap into... You can't exploit Kubrick's Shining to, like, hype up your ending, to pump up your movie, well, and no, then, but like, be li- as lukewarm as it was. I don't know, man. Like, See, I, I, I like the movie. I'd give it a to-do, but I give it to it's do. still lukewarm as fuck. Ah, well. And it, like, I, I agree in some aspects, but, like, here's the thing about this movie... To me, this movie felt very satisfying, like 
very comforting and very hopeful coming from a really dark fucking like negative place like The Shining. This ended like and it, it, this movie is not like the same tone as The Shining. Like it's not dark yeah. and like fucking bleak, but it kind of is in a different way. And, and, and but at the end of it, you, you feel hopeful, like everything's going to be all right. Like, even though nothing fucking is like nothing about this movie went right at all, like nothing in the plot. But you still felt like cathartic about, about it at the end. I was watching it thinking, like, is this Stephen King's like, fuck you to Kubrick? Whoa. Or is it Mike Flanagan's fuck you to the both of them? No, nah, he was working closely with Stephen or, King the entire time. Yeah, but I'm still saying I'm like that's what the, that's kind of like you know that's what I was thinking as Maybe I was, he was watching. Media, it. Really? Let's all get along. Yeah, and that exactly that's exactly what it was like. There's enough room in this boat for everybody, and it's like, well, now the shining you, is bigger than all of us. Yeah, yeah, and then it's like, well, now you put it that way. It I, felt that way. I, I kind of hate. I kind of hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather. I'd Bitch. rather. Yeah, I'd rather him just be all like, yeah, I made this movie because Kubrick's God. Fuck you, Stephen King. Like, so like, Fuck like you. that would have been like easier. But like, just the fact that, because I was like, dude, like, because this is like Kubrick's dead. No, Stephen King's got the rights back. Like, He's like, none of us are Roman Polanski, so let's not even. Oh fucking my god, try. Even the fuck in. So dude. let's just fucking, you know, back, put our feet back on the ground. Dude, and then there's also a fucking like every Stephen King movie. There's fucking Easter eggs out the yin yang and his yeah. dick suck. Like fucking like uh, when when he was doing the interview for the like a uh, nurse position and it's like the exact same room that Jack yeah. Nicholson interviewed in. Yeah, he, he the uh, doctor's the office for when he's getting when Danny Torrance was getting identical interviewed scene. was fucking identical to the um, office like, of the uh, I guess the manager of the hotel yeah, when the hotel. J- Jack uh, Nicholson was uh, interviewing for the uh, groundskeeper or whatever the like, that was that one was like over the head kind of like. Thing. Yeah, like it happened just like just mid point in the movie, and you're yeah. just like you, you may have caught it, you may have not, but I, I caught it immediately. A, I was like, yeah, oh, shit. Just, that's all Stephen King movies now are just gonna be Easter eggs and yeah. like yeah, you saw it right. Remember Dark Tower? It is a red balloon. About. Look. Yeah, there's like fucking all kinds of shit. There's Kubrick Easter eggs. There's book Easter eggs. There's fucking Dark Tower. There's all that bullshit in there. Yeah, there's all that it's garbage. It's garbage. This movie's this movie's Highly decent, I'd say. Oh, my God. Highly so, decent. So in conclusion, for a horror movie, this does not deliver scare-wise more than like it. But movie-wise, this is a way better movie, way better film to me. Like, this is a really great film. So I don't know about you, Elliot. I'm giving this thing uh, an 8. An 8? I'm oh, giving we, it an 8. We score things by to-dos and tanks. Yeah. Um, it's a to-do. It's an 8 out of 10 to-do. I give it a to-do. Here yeah. we go. I give it like a... I'm going to give it a tank watched it yet, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll to-do watch it. 11 out of a 23. That's what I'm doing it. What was that? 11 out of 23. So like a 6? I don't know. I don't no. know, man. It's I don't 11 know. out of 23. It's, I'm going to say I don't like... I don't, I'm not good with numbers. Yes, you are. They fucking confuse me. And I say, I, hate when I they say, use it's, stars to it's highly things. decent. It's not so your. Is it, it a seven? It's not your it remake. It's, a seven. it's your it two. Chapter. It's it chapter two. Ah oh, man, I I think it was better than both of them. Better than it as a film. Two. But it seemed it's a long film, but it seemed it was like there's some rush. It was a great story. I don't care, dude. I don't know. Like it was, it was highly decent. That's all I can say. Like just, I, just I liked, number, I liked, just give it a number. I liked stuff and I hated stuff. I was entertained. I was along for the journey, and then at the end, the stuff that I liked made me not like it, but then like it again. 
That, so. Okay, that like it's weird that we have the exact same thought process on it, but like we're coming at two different places. I think I think I we think we're saying the same things, but you're just way more negative about it. Yeah. All right. So yeah, anyway, I gotta go to bed. But uh, but yeah, so definitely check it out. Uh, it, it's kind of like seven point five rated right now on IMDb, which it's good because it was only like six or a five when it came out. But anyway, check it out. It's a titty. And uh, yeah, I guess that's uh, yeah. It so for, for that. all of you people yeah. out there like myself who haven't seen it, what do you think? Should we watch it or? I yeah, don't let know. us know. I don't, I don't know. What did y'all think? I'm confused right now. Oh no! Um, like I think it's a, it's it's worth a watch regardless. I don't, but... I don't know. I kind of want to watch it. I kind of kind of want to watch it. You should watch. Everybody should watch it. Everybody should watch it. It's a nice little like you know the shining continuation. Like that's yeah, it's smart to watch. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, one thing I did want to mention. It's not Rosemary's Baby, so let's not expect genius. Uh, but, you if know, you, it's, it's highly decent. So I need, I, we'll we need to have a talk after this. <laughs> so, there was a, by the way, there's this, there's this app that I heard about. It's called Slasher. It's a social media app for horror fans. Obviously, nobody's on it. But it's just something that exists, exists out there. Like, just so y'all know, like, if, you know, I mean, I, I made one just because fuck it. But Should we join? Should we not join? You know, but just to let y'all know, it exists. We'll of course, nobody, no, none of our fans will let us know because you're not existent. Yeah, well, you know. Hey, shout out to uh, my uh, my boss at work, Caleb, for uh, making yeah, some I fan do. art. He keeps making fan art for us because that's, he's like addicted to Photoshop on his phone. What the, he does that shit on his phone? I'm pretty fucking sure, yeah. He's, nah, yeah, there's no he, way. Dude, he makes like uh, right. he like face swaps with everybody at work and shit. Like dude. he made a, a fake CD for this just hey, to troll this hey, chick. Caleb, at work. you like fishing? We should go fish. I don't know. He might. He's a fucking let's, dude. Let's you know what he is? He, you know what? what he here, here it is. Here it is. It's Caleb. He's a great boss. He's a better fucking person. Whoa! So Damn. fucking. But yeah, he's. So if you guys got any fan art that you want to make it, which you won't, because nobody's listening, because we don't fucking. Because we don't have yeah. fans. Uh, well, we it's more so that fans. we just don't post yeah. consistently. But ever, fucking but. send us some shit and we'll post it because we have no pride and no fans. So no pride, no fans, baby. No pride. Woo! So uh, hit us up if you want to do that. Hit us up on uh, Facebook, Occult of Horror. Which we, you know, sadly I haven't been updating so much. So yeah, good. Well, I'm do? mostly on that Instagram because Instagram's got better art pictures. Anyways, you can hit us up on Instagram at uh, Cult of Horror TX because we're in Texas. <laughs> Mind blowing. And then, uh, yeah, not by choice. And so where else? You can listen to our podcasts on uh, Spotify. Much. Apple iPod, what is it? Apple Pod Music, <laughs> iTunes, Apple Podcast, Apple Podcast, Apple Podcast, Apple Podcast, Cherry Podcast. Um, we got a linked in link tree <laughs> somewhere. To we be gotta, to be made, to be determined. We gotta run a what else are we on? I don't fucking Twitchers. like we're on everything. Stitcher, um, yeah, we're, Wicker, we're on everything. We got Wicker, we're on Wicker Man's. We're on the Wicker Man's. But if you don't use fucking Apple iPod or fucking spotify spotify stitcher yeah like you don't fucking like i you don't you don't like a podcast, podcast you don't anyway. say podcast everything. you can find us you just scroll we got the logo yeah, it's there. red it says cult of horror yeah, it's, it's not a, the not the band i think yeah what, what, band, what kind of band is that again i don't know like, metal, some kind of like i think industrial like horror punk no they're metal they're just metal they're just metal band i All think right. they are i don't know they might follow us i, I highly doubt that cult of horror the band hit us up you can do our theme music unless i don't like it 
accurate. But right. but um, we'll uh, make an introduction for your albums. How's that? Yeah. yeah. We're going to try to fit another recording in before this month ends. Highly fucking doubt it. Very, very Maybe. unlikely. But uh, if we, I would love to do a Christmas episode. That'd be cute. So, so, so we may see y'all again before the year ends, but if we don't, then I hope uh, your new year's pretty dope and I love you. See, you just ended it like a Stephen King movie. Ugh. Join the cult. I gotta piss I'm out. He drank a lot of Kool-Aid. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> like, <laughs> drink the Kool-Aid, join the cult. Drink the Kool-Aid, bitches. You're like, hit it. <laughs> <laughs>